0: You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News podcast brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com.
1: It's time for your Fox News
2: commentary. Will Kane. What's on your mind? A conspiracy of gossip, a house of lies. From where did Russia, Russia, Russia originate? special counsel john durham's investigation into the origins of the russia collusion hoax the indictment in the media the former president donald trump was in collusion with vladimir putin in collusion with russia to swing an american election where in fact did that hoax originate that's the question for special counsel john durham it is proceeding slowly, methodically, but I think intentionally. And right now it appears there are two avenues to finding the origins Of Russia 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 on one hand there is the prosecution of Michael Sussman the former Clinton campaign attorney who took information to the FBI manufactured computer driven data to the FBI without telling the FBI that he represented Hillary Clinton and saying hey you might need to look into Donald Trump on the other hand a conspiracy of gossip three colleagues, three work friends get together for a drink in Europe and share gossip, secondhand knowledge, thirdhand knowledge about what might have gone down in a hotel in Russia with one of the most famous men on the planet, Donald Trump. That gossip makes its way unverified, unchecked, uninvestigated to Christopher Steele. Igor Danchenko was one of the members of that gossip drink circle happy hour, and he passed it to Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele laundered that through CIA spook language and turned it into the Steele dossier. BuzzFeed's news cycle was born and a conspiracy was birthed. John Durham tracking two different lanes that lead to the origins of Russia, Russia, Russia. We can only hope when you pull on those two strings, you get to the ultimate place of accountability who benefited, who was behind, who hired, who employed, who originated Russia, Russia, Russia? I think we'll find the answer is Clinton. For more of this investigation in the coming weeks, subscribe to the Will Cain Podcast.
3: Been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And
4: for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com.
0: Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. (音楽) We'll be right back.
5: back. Capel covers Acadiana
6: with Lowry's
5: printing and copying.
6: Party in the Park will be held on Sunday, May 22nd, 2022, from noon until 6pm at Moncus Park. There will be live entertainment, food and drinks, kids' activities and, of course, amazing views for the whole family to take in. For more information on Party
7: in the Park, you can visit moncuspark.org.
6: Tickets are still on sale for the 2022 St. Jude Dream Home, located in Lafayette Parish. The home is a 3,100-square-foot four-bedroom home in the Sable Palm subdivision in Youngsville. Its estimated value is $700,000. Tickets are $100 each. You can visit stjude.org slash give slash dream
5: dash home. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPEL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com That's news at
8: kpel965.com I'm Ian Ozan. Join Bernadette Lee and me every morning for Acadiana's Morning News from 6 to 9 on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. We start your day off with the latest headlines, the important newsmakers from Acadiana, and a few laughs along the way. Every Wednesday, your voice is heard during Ring-In Wednesday, and every Thursday, Mayor President Josh Guillory joins us for Lafayette Live. So tune in every Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 for Acadiana's morning news right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and the KPEL mobile app. News Talk
6: 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A
3: tweet leads to Twitter uncertainty. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's stock plunging 21% in pre-market trading after Elon Musk, the Tesla and SpaceX CEO who stirred up a social media hornet's nest buying the company, tweeted this morning he's put that deal on temporary hold as he tries to get rid of fake bot accounts.
9: And now Elon
6: Musk says he wants details about it until he gets clarity on how many bots there are. Twitter put in a filing uh, estimating that the false or spam accounts represented fewer than 5%. Fox
3: Business. Business Network's Maria Bartiromo. Musk says he wants Twitter to be a more fair forum, which conservatives hailed. Critics on the left fear his bio could lead to more hate speech and misinformation on Twitter. The first war crimes trial starts today in Ukraine. A Russian soldier is accused of murdering a Ukrainian civilian. There's a snag in the plan to send Ukraine an additional $40 billion in weapons and humanitarian aid. Democrats and most Republicans are ready to approve it. GOP Senator Rand Paul is not. My oath of office is to the national security of the United States of America. Paul says we don't have the money and is proposing a special inspector to monitor how it's spent, a motion expected to fail but delaying approval till next week. New COVID funding also on hold as Republicans blame the nearly $2 trillion spent last year for rising inflation. Today, President Biden will meet with mayors and police chiefs urging cities to use unspent COVID money to fight rising crime. This is a problem across America.
10: Babies have been put to bed hungry while parents are desperately trying to find alternative formulas.
3: Republicans like Congresswoman Elise Stefanik demanding the government do more, blaming the Biden administration. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the president met with retailers' manufacturers to make more baby formula faster.
11: He discussed Reckitt and Gerber's efforts to increase production, which have made up for the loss of production by Abbott, and asked them to identify other ways the administration can help them.
3: Abbott shut down after a
12: recall. America's listening to Fox News. The Democrat-led House
3: Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot is trying to turn up the heat on some House Republicans after already holding some ex-Trump associates in contempt of Congress for not cooperating. Subpoenas
2: were sent by the January 6th committee to House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and Republican representatives Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, Andy Biggs, and Mo
13: Brooks.
14: The precedent we want to establish with our work is that Uh, People should not try to overthrow the electoral and political institutions of the
2: United States. Maryland Democrat Jamie Raskin, a member of the January 6th committee, would not say what steps are next if the lawmakers don't comply issuing the subpoenas to sitting members of Congress is an extraordinary step. It is not clear if they can be enforced. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News.
3: The federal judge who put a temporary hold on the Biden administration lifting a Trump border policy holds a hearing on that today. The president wants to lift Title 42 in 10 days. It had blocked some migrants from entering the U.S. illegally over COVID concerns. More than 20 states have sued to block lifting the policy fearing a new surge
15: of migrants. A prison escape in Texas. The manhunt is on in Texas for 46-year-old Gonzalo Lopez, who's serving a life sentence on a murder conviction from 2006. Prison records show that Lopez had recently been held at lockup in Gatesville, but was able to escape from a transport bus and even stabbed a guard before he got away. The Leon County Sheriff's Office says Lopez was wearing an all-white Texas Department of Corrections uniform, was searching an area around Highway 7, and also that if you see this guy, do not approach him. Instead, call 911. John Saucier, Fox News.
3: On Wall Street, stocks could rise. Dow Futures up over 200 points. In the NBA playoffs, the Miami Heat move on to the Eastern Conference Finals, eliminating Philadelphia. Dallas beat Phoenix to force a Game 7 of that series. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
6: The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your
7: heavy equipment needs. (laughs) We'll be right back.
15: The cat sat on the I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox
0: Business Report.
7: Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continued away on the market. Real estate companies and constables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. And Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analysts' expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hilary Barsky, invested in you.
15: Why do I take Chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from Chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE.
4: Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and
16: with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. And I don't want this conversation to end, but I think it's ended for today. Mr. Speaker, if you don't mind, I'd like to remove this bill back to the calendar.
8: All right, without objection. House Bill 813, aborted by its sponsor. It is 6.06 in the morning, 72 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips says Sunday today, 60% chance of evening showers, highs of around 91. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For Newstalk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozam. The controversial bill that would have allowed prosecutors to charge women who receive abortions with murder is all but dead. This after its sponsor pulled the bill from consideration after his colleagues drastically changed its language. Brooke Thorrington has it at a tale else.
10: Bill author, Oil City Representative Danny McCormick issued a hard warning to fellow lawmakers.
16: Can't claim to be pro-life and vote to kill HB 13 by amendment.
10: Republican Shreveport Representative Alan Sebaugh says even though Louisiana has some of the strongest anti-abortion trigger laws that would go in effect once Roe versus Wade is overturned, House Bill 813 in its original form is unconstitutional.
17: We should not be at each other's throats over a bill that makes criminals out of women and as far as I can tell was only presented to give a couple of
10: misguided people a platform. Sebaugh then offered an amendment removing criminal charges that also protected women who use contraception or in vitro fertilization from prosecution. It passed 65 to 26. McCormick then pulled his bill from the calendar before a vote was called. I'm Brooke Thorrington.
8: The House Republican delegation put out a statement last night celebrating the bill's defeat. In a statement, in that statement rather, the delegation said, quote, they prevented the criminalization of women, end quote. Seabaugh, who we just heard a second ago, Representative Sebaugh, was part of a committee that advanced the bill. A Republican-led committee that advanced the bill. In fact, Sebaugh last night apologized on the House floor saying he never should have allowed that bill to advance. Debate on the bill started at 6.30. The late start time was the result of an evacuation at the Capitol. Officials say a a suspicious package led to that evacuation. The, The suspicious package turned out to be an unattended bag. In Washington, President Biden cancels more oil lease sales. The Interior Department's decision cuts out at least three sales in the Gulf of Mexico and off Alaska's coast. Officials cited conflicting court decisions as their reason. Closer to home in New Iberia, two suspects are formally charge, charged Excuse me, in connection with the death of a school board member's son. A grand jury indicted Travis Lane Jr. and Bryson John Lewis on principle to second-degree murder and conspiracy to commit second-degree murder. They're accused of taking part in the 2019 school shooting death. Hold on. Bernie, I need a moment. I need to breathe here. Let's try that again. (laughs) Okay. Two suspects are formally charged in connection with the death of a school board member's son, A grand jury indicted Travis Lane Jr. and Bryson John Lewis on principle to second-degree murder and conspiracy to commit second-degree murder. They're accused of taking part in the 2019 shooting death of Garen Lewis. Lewis was the son of school board member Raymond Shooter Lewis and the quarterback for the new Iberia Senior High School football team. Charges against several other suspects are pending. In Lafayette, police are searching for a car stolen from a Crot Springs family. Surveillance video shows thieves jumping into the car while it was parked outside a thrift store. The thieves then drove away. The gray 2010 Ford Fusion has not been found. The car has a blue butterfly sticker on the right side passenger window and a stick family figure on the rear windshield. Call police if you have any information. Louisiana's chemical industry is looking at more than $31 billion in new construction projects. As Kevin Gallagher reports, those projects could be coming very soon.
18: LSU economist Dr. Lauren Scott says there are several planned chem plant expansions and some new plant developments, all set to be done within the next couple of years. Many between Baton Rouge and the mouth of the Mississippi River and a couple in Lake Charles.
1: Only one of these projects is actually located north of I-10.
18: Chemical plants employ 30,000 statewide, all at 60 K or more per year.
1: Only one of these projects is actually located north of by
18: 10. Scott says the investments will benefit the industry, but also every support industry and local business as well.
1: Those are what economists refer to as the multiplier effects, and they are particularly big for these
18: kinds of industries. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Back in
8: Baton Rouge, Governor
18: John Bell Edwards
8: continues to lobby for a new Mississippi River Bridge. David Grubb has the latest on the governor's crusade. This is the first time any administration has ever proposed any kind
19: of funding like this.
20: Governor Edwards has made securing dollars for the new bridge one of the centerpieces of his legislative agenda, citing a critical need to replace the 54-year-old structure and the rare availability of surplus funds. However, the legislature has not been as cooperative as he'd like.
19: I asked for $500 million. They reduced it. I asked it to be put in a fund that can only be spent on the bridge. They put it in the funding to be spent on anything.
20: Edwards says without a real commitment from the state, federal and private money won't be available to complete the general Job. He has voters to contact their representatives and ask for their support for the bridge. I'm David Grubb.
8: You all graduation takes place today and tomorrow at the Cajun Dome. Commencement exercises begin at 9 o'clock and continue throughout the day-to-day. Tomorrow's ceremonies also start at 9 in the morning. Tons of events going on in and around Acadiana this weekend. The Rain Frog Festival continues tonight and tomorrow. Hop on down to the Frog Festival fairgrounds off I-10 to take part in that. Back in Lafayette, Wing Wars of Acadiana takes place at Park International tomorrow. Starts at 11 o'clock and benefits gifting grace. If you love chicken wings, that's the place to be. Mm. And the Mike Bernard Acadiana Chapter of the American Hibiscus Society will host its annual show and sale. That's scheduled for Sunday afternoon from 1 to 4 in the Cathedral Carmel Gem. Admission to that event is free. And just for the record, I do not believe that is the same Mike Bernard who's also known as the Bandit.
6: Okay, yes, yes. Okay, good to clarify
8: there. I'm Mike Bernard. People call me the Bandit. (laughs) <laughs> Those of you who know, you know. That's right. In sports, two down and two to go. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team run rules Troy 9-1 to reach the winner's bracket final of the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. Taylor Roman swung on the first pitch of the bo- in the bottom of the fifth inning and hit an inside-the-park home run to end the game. The Cajuns will play Texas State at 10 o'clock this morning. Bobby DeVoe and I have the call on ESPN Lafayette. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team plays Texas State this weekend in a critical Sunbelt Conference series. A Cajun sweep plus at least one loss by Georgia Southern this weekend would vault Louisiana into first place in the Sunbelt standings. Game 1 tonight at 6 o'clock. Game 2 tomorrow at 4. Game 3 Sunday at 1. Jay Walker, Brad Topham with the call right here on Talk 96.5 k in horse racing, Rich Strike will not run in next weekend's Preak to Stakes. The 80 to 1 underdog winner of the Kentucky Derby will instead train for the Belmont Stakes. So, no Triple Crown winner this year. In professional football, the New Orleans Saints' 2022 schedule is out. They'll open the regular season against the Atlanta Falcons. That's in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta on September the 11th. In fact, the Saints will open with three straight division games. Again, Atlanta, Week One. Week Two, they get Tampa. Week Three, they travel to Carolina. Other highlights include the week four game in London against the Minnesota Vikings, a Thursday night game against Arizona in week seven, and Monday night games against Baltimore and Tampa in weeks nine and 13, respectively. The full schedule at KPEL965.com and the KPEL mobile app. Lots of money up for grabs this weekend, Bernie. All of the jackpots Mm -hmm. are up for grabs. Uh, It would help if... I had the numbers in front of me. There we go. Mega Millions at $99 million. Powerball at $83 million, Lotto at 1475000 Easy Five at $90,000. And every morning we report these numbers. So we'd be remiss if we didn't go back and do uh, an update on the Mega Millions drawing from the other night. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, tell us more. Uh, apparently, the you know the guy who does the does a drawing and calls out the numbers? Yeah. Well, apparently... He pulled a Steve Harvey and made a mistake. Uh-oh. Remember when Steve Harvey called out the wrong winner of the Miss Universe pageant? Yes. Well, apparently this guy called out the wrong numbers. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Prize payments for some Mega Millions tickets have been have been suspended temporarily after the host, the guy who reads the Mega Ball numbers, or I should say the Mega Millions numbers, incorrectly read the megaball number during Tuesday's drawing. The numbers that were called or that were pulled were 15, 19, 20, 61, and 70. And the gold megaball number came out. It was a nine. And, of course, six and nine, you have to see where the number is drawn. But the guy, his name is John Crow, by the way. Mm. Mr. Crow called it as a six. He misread where the line was. Oh, no. But it was a nine that came out. So Mega Millions had to temporarily suspend cash payouts for Tuesday's drawing. Uh, It didn't, let's see, were there, nobody won the, the jackpot still. So there was that. But there were five other prizes that had to be corrected for the right Mega Ball number. So there were some people who that number made the difference between winning say for example winning 100 bucks and $10,000. That's that's, and that's rough.
6: I mean like yeah. ooh yeah. Yeah.
8: So there there's some people who were who may have been hurting after the change ooh, or after I the error be. rather was corrected. So there is that but again $99 million that is the jackpot tonight uh no need to or hopefully there'll be no need to worry about a wrong number. And finally Bernie, we yes. always talk about the need for new officials in High school sports or sports sure. at all levels. Oh yeah, we always need new zebras. Well, we have new zebras.
6: Oh well,
8: okay. at a Florida safari park.
6: Okay, <laughs> what's going on?
8: Uh, a male zebra foal was born last week in Aww. Palm Beach County, Florida. The healthy baby zebra is the newest resident at Florida's Lion County Safari. And according to a Twitter post introducing the, uh, the foal, quote, "It's so fluffy." Oh. <laughs>
6: It's a fluffy.
8: <laughs> so he's a he's a baby full, and Lord, he's a big baby. He's about ha- he? you know how when kids grow up, their parents say, "Man, you're almost as big as me." Well, this uh, baby zebra's almost as big as his mama.
6: Gee whiz, yeah, that is a ba- big baby zebra. Then, my goodness.
8: Yeah. So the zebra is. Uh, the zebra's doing well. Mother and, uh, and child are doing okay. And at last check, uh, the zebra has already been given a whistle and uh, to begin refereeing basketball.
6: <laughs> Here, take this. Go and do a game right now. Oh.
8: So uh, so some good animal news. No uh, animals on the run, but a zebra born, always a, a good touch.
6: Yes. It, yes, it is. A sweet one. 617. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture
5: Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery home furniture plus bedding welcome home
17: Mostly sunny skies pretty much through a majority of the day today. Temperatures, though, are going to get up to about 91 in the afternoon. Heat index running a little bit warmer. Overnight lows tonight sitting in the upper 60s. We do have the chance for some showers and thunderstorms later on this afternoon and evening. I think a lot of that will be around, if not a little bit later than commute time here tonight. And then as far as tomorrow goes, very similar forecast. Sunny through a majority of the day. Temperatures low 90s. And then evening showers and some thunderstorms. Hoping to squeeze out some rain fall here the next couple days because after that we do dry out again so we'll be dry for the end of the weekend and a majority of next week temperatures consistently going to be sitting in the 90s day in and day out not just through the weekend but it looks like through the rest of next work week from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 KPL.
6: Right now, 70 degrees, clear skies out there. It's a great looking day. Hey, I hope you're having a good weekend. There's, you know, Frog Festival. You got all this fun stuff. But if you haven't been sleeping well, then you're probably cranky. The last thing you want to do is be cranky when you hit a weekend. Maybe you've got a graduation to celebrate. Maybe you got something going on this weekend involving just family and hanging out. If you don't have a sleep number bed, you're not getting the best sleep you possibly can get. Look, I've had a sleep number bed for years and, you know, I wake up at a strange time every weekday, but it doesn't matter because I have my sleep number bed. Even if you have an event the night before, as long as you have a sleep number bed and a great sleep number setting for what's happening with your body that day, you're going to get a great night's sleep. That's my case. My sleep number setting is at 60. I woke up this morning, sleep IQ in the 80s, meaning a great night's sleep. So how does all this work? Well, there's a bunch of technology in the sleep number bed. It'll help you decide what your body needs. It even monitors how many times you toss and turn in the middle of the night. Now, this is proven quality sleep. Yes, years of research to back it up. You need a sleep number bed so you can keep tackling all the fun things you want to tackle after you're done with all the work of the week. Don't miss out on the big sale Sleep Numbers Weekend Special The Memorial Day sale is on. You save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. The Queen now only $1,999 plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. You can look at sleepnumber.com, but I'm telling you, go over to the store, start the revolution for yourself. You're going to sleep so much better. When they say proven quality sleep, they mean it. They will show you. You're going to fall asleep faster. You're going to feel so much better in the morning. Go to the Sleep Number store today. They're right at the corner of Settler's Trace and Ambassador Caffrey in the same shopping center as Whole Foods. Tell them Bernie sent you.
4: News Talk 96.5. KPL Right now, traffic.
6: Taking a look at that traffic landscape, we do have a fender bender southwest of and Thruway at East Pinhook. That southwest of Angeline through eight East Pinhook, and that's a little vehicle fender bender. We got a report of a stalled vehicle this morning on Pinhook, across from the area of Jamella Drive. That's a stalled vehicle on Pinhook, across the area from Jamella Drive. Look, if you've got an update, you can always call us 232-1542, 232-1542 or just use the Capella app. Coming up now on 624, Katie and his morning news, Bernie and Ian here with you. Hey, Ian, good morning.
8: Good morning, Bernie. How are you? Happy ah, payday.
6: Yeah, I know, right? Woohoo! All right, it happened. Yay! <laughs> all right, so I have to know, how is it going um, in the, in the big city? Are y'all enjoying things? I know you've been working a lot, too, because I know I've seen all the stuff you've been writing, but... Yeah. How's it going? Have y'all had any time to look around? Do anything different?
8: Yeah, we've uh, we've had some time uh, here in Mobile to run around. I've been out and about. I found a car wash last night. I was driving <laughs> up here the other day with all the bugs uh, catching on the cars. Now, here's the one thing I've learned about car washes outside of Acadiana. Okay. <laughs> or at least the one car wash I went to last night. They're not handled to equip the bugs.
6: Oh, really?
8: In Acadiana. Mm. You go to any car wash in Acadiana, all million of them on any street corner, <laughs> and and you can run through and they take care yeah. of the, the, the very least, take care of the windshield. You can see. This one, I still had to squeegee stuff off when oh, I was finished.
11: Oh, gosh. Okay. Mm. But then again,
8: I only paid for the $7 one, so that might be my problem. But, uh But Mobile's nice. Uh, Driving around here, getting to hit up some of the restaurants last night. Talked to a guy who had just moved to Mobile from Memphis, and he was telling me about some of the restaurants he's been to, including a steakhouse. And I can't remember the name. I'm going to have to try to jog my memory later on because the way he described it, it sounded pretty freaking sweet. So... uh, So may check that out tonight, and we'll have some downtime today. We play at 10 o'clock. I'll get a nap in, and uh, I may venture out, go to the mall across the interstate from here, Mm -hmm. and go look around. Because as I was telling the guy uh, at the bar last night, last time I was here in Mobile, not sports-related, was in 1998. I was 10 years old. I had an aunt and uncle who had briefly moved here from New Orleans Uh uh, for work. And we came twice, in the summer of 96 and the summer of 98. Outside of that, I've never really spent much time in Mobile, but it's it's a really nice city, and you drive around, you see what's here, and you realize that, hey, you can actually have a city with a lot of traffic in a six-lane boulevard, and traffic flows mm. at, at rush hour, uh, which nice, has been huh? really nice. Yeah, and it's just seeing how the city is laid out and, and all that goes into it here in Mobile. It's really nice. Uh, I may venture downtown just to check out what it's like there. But uh, if I do that, that'll be later tonight or at some point tomorrow afternoon after the games are over. Okay, so,
6: yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Just again, give us an idea of what the schedule is.
8: So, uh, 10 o'clock today, the Cajuns play Texas State. Okay. If the Cajuns win, they don't play again until 2.30 tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. They would advance straight to the conference championship game. Okay. If they lose, they would have to play tomorrow morning. It's a, an 11 o'clock start, I think. Okay. Uh, they would have to play in the loser bracket final. They win that, then they would advance to the championship game, win or take all. But the Cajuns right now, they want to get a win against Texas State today. That would give them roughly a 23-and-a-half-hour break. Ooh okay and or excuse me no no no, math is off about a 25 and a half hour break that would give them a little more than a day to to rest up get ready yep right they'll be able to recoup if not if texas state pulls off the victory then they'll have to then the Cajuns will have to play a second game tomorrow to uh, reach the championship game now with that in mind texas state yesterday beat uh, south alabama in extra innings four to two is the final score Texas State starting pitcher Jessica Mullen stayed in the entire game. She threw something to the effect of 120 or 130 pitches. Her arm has still hasn't fallen off, but know, at some right? point it probably will because they have Incredible, used man. her extensively during the tournament. Mm-hmm. Question is, they played the one o'clock game yesterday. The game didn't finish till four. That's a quick turnaround for a pitcher who yeah. threw that many pitches. Yeah. How effective will Jessica Mullen be today? Mm-hmm. When the Cajuns faced her twice uh, during the series in San Marcos just about a month or so ago, Mullen's pitch the first game was a pitcher's duel. Cajuns won 1-0 on a Carly Heath home run. Or was it Stormy who hit the home run? I don't remember. But somebody hit a home run. That was the difference. In the sec- in the third game of the series, the-, the other game Mullen started, another pitcher's duel, but Cajuns errors Cost them the game. They wound up losing by a run after they had held the lead two to one in that duel. So if the Cajuns can hold off uh, can hold off the errors, if they can play sound defensively and also get a few good cracks of the bat, they can beat Mullins. And here's the thing: Mullins is coming off that that game last night where she threw more than 120 pitches. She was fresh when she played them mm-hmm. the the second uh, during the first series. She was fresh for game one, fresh for game three. She had uh, at least uh, 24 hours rest before both of those games. Today she's only going to get maybe 16 hours. So having that quick turnaround, less than a day, it might affect her. The Cajuns mm-hmm. using a bullpen, they have a th- they have at least three pitchers they can go to, a fourth and Carly Heath if they need to. So they have fresh pitching. Question is. Can the Cajuns' bats come alive like they've done the last few games?
6: Gosh, that is, that's is—that's the million-dollar question, I guess, yeah. The,
8: the other storyline with this is Texas State brings in, I think, a 17-game winning streak into this game. The Cajuns' win streak is now up to 11 games. Somebody's streak is going to end today. That's right. Man, talk about
6: the drama. That's going to be fascinating, though. Ooh, it's going to be
8: a good game, a fun game. Uh, Bobby and I have the call on ESPN Lafayette. Okay. It's also on ESPN Plus for those of you who want to watch it. Though with that said, I recommend you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we caught the replay last night. Remember yesterday I talked about play-by-play announcers that sure. really shouldn't uh-huh. be doing it? Okay, Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that.
6: Okay, Okay. fair enough. It's coming up now on 631 Friday morning is here. We're going to do a little check in with how things are going in Youngsville coming up. They had a meeting uh, last night, so we will be talking with Matt Romero in just a little bit. You know, we'll have firearms Friday, so we'll cover that in the seven o'clock hour. Yes, pew pew, he says. (laughs) Also, so much more to come. Hey, thanks for joining us on Acadiana's Morning.
4: Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPEL. Depend on it. Um.
5: The 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair is coming to the Cajun Dome May 26th through June 5th. News Talk 96.5 KPEL reminds you to get your My Choice wristband vouchers now and save the News Talk 96.5 KPL My Choice Wristband Vouchers are early bird priced for only $20 each. You choose which day you want to use the wristband with the News Talk 96.5 kpl My Choice Wristbands. Only $20 now through the first day of the fair, Thursday, May 25th. After that, the price goes up to $30 each. Get My Choice Wristband Vouchers now at the Cajun Dome Box Office or online at CajunDome.com. LUS presents the 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair May 26th to June 5th at at the Cajun Dome, experience wild rides on the Gold Star Midway and free family entertainment at Lanyop Lane. For more info, go to CajunDome.com or go to kpl 965com and click on the Cajun Dome link for more. Brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL, where Acadiana comes to talk.
6: News Talk 96.5 k broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com.
4: Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape News app. Now the headlines from the Cape News Center.
8: It's 6.36 in the morning right now in Acadiana, 72 degrees under fair skies, 60% chance of rain later on tonight. But during the day today, it'll be nice and sunny, a high of 91. Daniel Phillips has a full look at the forecast in a little bit for Newstalk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian and in Baton Rouge, the full house aborts House Bill 813. The bill would have criminalized all abor- abortions as murder, but state lawmakers Decided to amend the bill at the last minute, taking away most of the controversial language. The bill's sponsor decided to put the bill on the shelf afterward, doing away with it for now. However, the bill still could be brought back for discussion before the end of the session in three and a half weeks. At the White House, President Biden cancels more oil lease sales. The Interior Department's decision cuts out three lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico and off Alaska's coast. Officials cited conflicting court decisions as their reason. In Lafayette, police are searching for a car stolen from a Cross Springs family. Surveillance video shows the thieves jumping into the car while it was parked outside a local thrift store and driving away. The gray 2010 Ford Fusion has not yet been found. You all graduation takes place today and tomorrow at the Cajun Dome. Commencement exercises both days begin at 9 o'clock. Rain Frog Festival continues tonight. Wing Wars of Acadiana takes place in Park International tomorrow starting at 11 o'clock. And the Mike Bernard Acadiana Chapter of the American Hibiscus Society hosts its annual show and sale on Sunday in the Cathedral Carmel Gym. In sports, Raging Cajun Softball takes on Texas State in the winner's bracket final at the Sunbelt Conference Tournament today. First pitch at 10 o'clock on ESPN Lafayette. Raging Cajuns baseball takes on Texas State and San Marcos this weekend. First game of the three-game set tonight at 6 o'clock right here on Newstalk 96.5 k New Orleans Saints 2022 schedule is now out. You can view it at k 965com and the k app. Mega Millions tonight worth $99 million. Powerball tomorrow worth $83 million. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, Newstalk 96.5 k
5: Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com.
17: Mostly sunny skies pretty much through a majority of the day today. Temperatures, though, are going to get up to about 91 in the afternoon. Heat index running a little bit warmer. Overnight lows tonight sitting in the upper 60s. We do have the chance for some showers and thunderstorms later on this afternoon and evening. I think a lot of that will be around, if not a little bit later than commute time here tonight. And then as far as tomorrow goes, very similar forecast. Sunny through a majority of the day. Temperatures low 90s. And then evening showers and some thunderstorms hoping to squeeze out some rain fall here the next couple days because after that we do dry out again so we'll be dry for the end of the weekend and a majority of next week temperatures consistently going to be sitting in the 90s day in and day out not just through the weekend but it looks like through the rest of next work week from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5
6: Our weather day brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime.
4: News Talk 96.5, KPL right now, traffic.
6: All right, still a little fender bender reported earlier this morning, southwest of Angeline through at East Penhook. That's southwest of Angeline through 8 East Penhook. You've got an update. Just make sure you call us, 232-1542. You can also just text us. Use the KPL app. Easy. P.D.O.'s Morning News, Bernadette Lee, Ian Hello, Ian
8: Hello, Bernadette Lee.
6: Okay, I have several things to tell you. One, I'm thinking over in Youngsville, they're probably dancing in the streets because it seems like all the news seems to be good. And two, our next guest says he is, quite frankly... Well, he's a little bit jealous of you, Ian. Let's uh, welcome in Youngsville Councilman Someone jealous of
8: me? Yes. <laughs> Boy, you need to raise your standards. <laughs> oh,
14: Ian. Yeah. Uh, you get to watch softball and get paid to do it.
8: Right? Well, yeah, you're right. There is that. I was actually telling somebody that the other day, and they're like, man, you're always on the room." like, I get to watch sports and get paid for it. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're
14: our family is huge, huge Raising Cajun softball fans. My daughter's a big softball player. It's a great game to watch. It's so quick. And uh, if you get the opportunity, or you might have already, Stormy's parents are some of the best fans to sit next to.
6: Ooh, really? They are.
14: She, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they're not from here, but I mean, talk about proud, proud parents. And they get into the game. It, it's awesome. Yeah.
8: They're not from here, but here's the interesting part about this: Stormy's dad bought a house in Lafayette to be near her, and so he could travel to all the games. Mm-hmm. Her mom still lives, I think, uh, out near Indiana, where uh, where they're all originally I, I think from. So. And travels as much as she can. She wasn't able to make it for this tournament. She herself was a college softball player, taught Stormy the game. Stormy was actually a better high school basketball player. And said she had to work harder to be a decent softball player despite having the pedigree. And now look at where she is right now. A redshirt freshman and lining it up uh, for the Mm -hmm. Raging Cajuns. And I know we're getting off topic, but we had the Martigal Mambo a couple months back. And her mom
14: took all of the young girls in our group. And made sure that that the girls introduced themselves to the young girls and got autographs Aww.
2: after the game.
6: Yeah, See,
14: yeah, great parents, awesome. great people. Uh, but anyways, I know we got off topic, but yeah, we're we're a softball family and uh, definitely be watching the Cajuns.
6: Look, guys, it doesn't matter because who doesn't love <laughs> softball for the Cajuns? I mean, uh-huh. so that's like totally good. It all kind of melds in, yeah. and now. Ian is all excited because somebody's totally jealous of him,
8: you know? Here's what you really have to be jealous about. Some of the other parents, uh, Pete Piscos uh, in particular, uh, has a habit of bringing Weller or other bourbons with him to the hotels. Mm. So that's where where you should really be jealous because after the games, uh, including tonight, there may or may not be uh, a a, a bourbon tasting. (laughs) I'm I'm sure there will be. I
14: have faith in the girls winning this one. (laughs)
8: <laughs> oh my
6: goodness! <laughs> well, gosh, that's good stuff right there. Well, so yeah, yeah. Um, in as far as Youngsville, look, the hits keep on coming in terms of tax revenue. I mean, you had another great month. I mean, you're having a great couple of years despite the craziness. Uh,
14: we are, uh, and you know, we we talk about it. It's a, a city leadership, chamber, commerce, the business community, and uh, just the community as a whole knowing hey, if we shop here a little bit or a lot, it'll allow us to do more. And I think the community continues to see how uh, city leadership works together for the common good to uh, progress Youngsville in the right direction. And we're doing that. We were up 20% from 2021, so phenomenal. It's just great to see those numbers.
6: I would imagine. So, like you said, working together and people just actually, you know, okay, I'm going to shop here. I'm going to shop local. You know, like you said or hinted at, you can't do it maybe necessarily every time. But when you can, it sounds like people do. And it's really a a great effort you guys pull in together there. Thank you. Okay, wait, I got to ask you something, too. Uh, (laughs) I know we might have mentioned this before, but it just makes me laugh. What is Guns and Hoses?
14: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guns and Hoses is the second annual volleyball competition featuring the uh, guns of Youngsville PD <laughs> and the gentleman with the fire hoses from the Youngsville Fire Department. Uh, this is uh, going to be the second year. The first year was a packed house at uh, the Youngsville Complex uh, Sugar Beach. As you know, we have uh, five sand volleyball courts. Uh, Four additional ones will be opening within the next uh, 20 days or so. And uh, it's a great event. It's at the end of the month on the 27th. It's a Friday night. Uh, Tickets are on sale, either the Chamber of Commerce of Youngsville uh, website or you go to the Youngsville Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. Uh, I think tickets are $10 per member, maybe 15 if non-member. And uh, it's just a great event. You get out there, there's beverages served. Uh, you can actually uh, put in a team for your business or for your friends. So they'll have several teams playing. And then the featured event is a uh, couple sets against the fire and police department. And uh, I have been told our very own uh, chief, Ricky Boudreau, will be playing for the, for the police. And our council member, Lindy Bolgiano, he's a captain in the fire department, he will be definitely be playing the net. Uh, for the fire department.
8: Now, I have a question for you. Will Mayor Ken Ritter dress up as Axel Hose and do a lip sync karaoke? <laughs> uh, he was put on the spot last night about who he favors. Ooh.
14: And uh, he's definitely you know right down the line supporting both. Thinks it's going to be a great event like we all do. And uh, we were asked to play, and I-, I said, well, I have a vacation right after that, and I prefer to go on my vacation injury-free. So I think we're all just going to spectate.
6: Yeah, and you I think that know makes sound you can't sense. Play anymore. That's right. That's right. Right. I mean, at some point, and, and all the
14: yeah, and all the funds for this are going back to both police and fire department, and uh for their calls So it's definitely all going to a good cause
8: as well.
6: Well, you could always be a cheerleader. You know, there's that. Uh, absolutely, <laughs>
8: absolutely. Hey, you can still be injured while uh, while cheering. Just sit in the stands and enjoy it.
6: Well, okay, that's that's a, right. that's a good point too. Ian's got us there. Okay, uh, the Savoie roundabout is partially open, almost completely done.
14: Yeah, uh, you know, unfortunately with Progress, we've had to uh, have a lot of roads closed in Youngsville, uh, detours and stuff. But uh, earlier this week, uh, the portion coming from the Youngsville Complex, Savoy, to the uh, new roundabout at Shim and Metairie is open to either turn into the complex or leave the complex, as well as the other side of the roundabout on Shim and Metairie is open. Uh, Coming from the the, uh, west side of Savoy, it's still a little bit of detour but uh they're gonna have to build that up but uh the intersection is almost complete so uh looking forward to that being completed I know that has been a long project but uh well needed and everybody who travels that road has definitely been patient so that's been great
6: <laughs> yeah that's kind of hard yeah. to get right because i don't know as humans we complain that there's not road work and then there's road work yeah. and we complain. So, good job to everybody for for their patience on that. Okay.
1: Absolutely.
6: Let's talk about the timeline because look, we're already in the middle of May. City Hall is going to mm-hmm. be done probably early September
8: <laughs> already. Wow. Uh, That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were
14: originally told November and, uh, uh, you know, the contractor vehicle company, they, they have uh, progressed really quick. They're working on the inside uh, now, uh, sheetrock and everything. Uh, The police department section of the municipal complex actually should be open in the next couple months. But the uh, city hall and council chambers looking uh, sometime potentially September wow God. so uh, we're excited about that to be able to get in there of course you know at some point in time we'll have it open to the public uh i think once the mayor and uh, his staff figure out a timeline on it uh they'll definitely want to have an open house to show everybody you know uh how their tax dollars are being spent for the uh future generations of youngsville so, so
8: bef- oh i'm sorry ian go ahead what's going to happen to the old city hall what are you all going to do with that once you move into the <laughs> new facility
14: yeah, yeah, uh, look, we we are all about reusing and uh, repurposing. Uh, the plan is to uh, potentially move our Chamber of Commerce is currently in one of the other buildings. Uh, they potentially might use some of those offices the current council chambers will be used for the community for their HOA meetings, uh, any other events and stuff. Uh, Rotary Club of Youngsville actually currently uses it. And then, uh, we'll reuse the other building that the chamber was, uh, using for the Youngsville Historical Society. Uh, they'll have, a. Uh, you know, all the historical objects and artifacts that they've kept, they'll have them on display. So if someone goes to the new municipal complex, they'll be encouraged to go look at uh, the Historical Society artifacts and history of Youngsville.
6: And finally, I have to say Mm -hmm. congratulations to one of my favorite people on the planet. Let's talk a little bit about Angie Ekman. (laughs)
14: Isn't she great? Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, Angie Eggman is, of course, the owner of AdWorks. And she, uh, phenomenal, phenomenal job since probably, I think, 2013, uh, right before we got in office in our first term. She has been the person behind the scenes. Youngville is one of the, you know, obviously communities that everybody wants to move to. But getting the word out. Uh, getting the messaging right for the complex, the police, fire and city and all of us. Uh, It takes someone who knows how to uh, make sure everything looks great, whether it's Facebook, websites, uh, messaging, uh, mailers, all that stuff. And Angie's been that uh, constant uh, person behind the scenes who always comes up with great ideas. Uh, One of those was the guns and hoses. Uh, She was part of uh, creating uh, Youngsville leadership and uh, it was just long overdue and the mayor and all of us had decided uh, we needed to give her a little recognition and she last night got the key to the city. Uh, she's not going anywhere, she said. She's still <laughs> she working not, huh? for the city. She she loves what she does uh, and, and we've got a lot of work for her to do with the expansion of the sports complex, the new municipal complex opening and uh, many other things. So uh, she's uh, w- you know, uh, a huge asset to the city and uh, I don't think Youngsville would be where we're at today Without her input and her efforts, so uh, it was great to see her get recognized last night.
6: Indeed, she's a just an outstanding yeah. human being. Well, Matt, uh, you know we're wrapping up here. Any pl- big plans for this weekend, or will we see you out and about in Youngsville, or uh, uh, what's uh, what's up this yeah. weekend?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh...
14: Yeah, look, uh, one last thing. Our uh, Rotary Club of Youngsville is hosting their first-ever uh, bingo and brew. Sweet. Um, it's actually at the Milton Civic Center uh, right down the road, uh, right outside of Youngsville, because that was the only place we could get it hosted at. And uh, tickets are still available and will be available at the door. Uh, you get to have some brew, wine, several bingo games, silent auction, and all of those fundings are going to... Uh, help uh, with the uh, all-inclusive playground equipment at Foster Park and some other projects. And that's going to be for those uh, uh, handicapped, wheelchair-accessible children. So if you feel like getting out Saturday, uh, 6 p.m. at the Milton Civic Center or going to uh, the Facebook page for Rotary Club of Yelmsville, you can still get tickets.
6: I love that. That's be a fun event. Yeah, definitely. Well, Matt, uh, best of luck to you all this weekend, and thanks for spending some time with us.
14: Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, Ian, don't have too much fun tonight with uh, the <laughs> bourbon. But uh, y'all, oh, I it? won't. We got to be y'all. awake for tomorrow morning, so we'll be good. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's the bigger time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> y'all
6: have care. a great weekend.
15: Uh, okay, bye bye. You too. You too, brother. Be good.
6: Love me some Matt Romero. Hey,
11: it's six fifty. It may sound unbelievable, but a ransomware attack has caused a 158-year-old college in Illinois to close its doors forever, providing us all with a sad but very teachable I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Lincoln College was founded in 1864 in Lincoln, Illinois. It offered associate, bachelor's, and master's programs and amazingly saw a record-breaking student enrollment in fall 2019. Then came COVID. Some students studied online, others deferred classes until COVID receded. But then, in a one-two punch in December, its entire computer network, its employee files, fundraising, student records, grades, payroll, everything was lost in one ransomware attack. The lesson? By simply investing in a top-notch IT department with a qualified staff, this catastrophic disaster would not have happened. I'll help you stay text all the time at commando.com. As a small business owner juggling a hundred balls in the air at once, there's just no time to interview candidates who aren't qualified for the job. That's where LinkedIn jobs comes in. LinkedIn jobs makes it easier and faster than ever for you to find the people who you want to interview and for free. Create a free job post in minutes to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions
6: apply. That's linkedin.com slash Kim. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate.
15: I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report
7: stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation interest rates and the economy continued away on the market real estate companies and constables were among the laggards battered tech stocks like microsoft salesforce and apple were among the gainers the sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens the dow falling 85 points the nasdaq up 114 s p 500 up 10 an electronic arts share slipped in the extended set after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook and wind resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analyst expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator that's your fox business report i'm hillary barski invested in you
15: Why do I take Chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from Chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. War crimes trial in Ukraine.
3: I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News is the first with more to come. The defendant, a Russian
0: soldier. A 21-year-old captured Russian member of a tank unit is accused of shooting a 62-year-old man on his bike. Ukraine's prosecutor general says it's been investigating more than 10,000 alleged war crimes committed by Russians with over 600 suspects identified.
3: Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. $40 billion in additional American aid to Ukraine is being held up. Republican Senator Rand Paul. All objects. It's not as if we have that money lying around. We will have to borrow that money from China to send it to Ukraine. He wants the Senate to appoint a special inspector to monitor how the money is spent. A motion expected to fail, but delaying bipartisan approval. Republicans are also holding up COVID funding. They say Democrats spent too much last year, leading to big inflation. President Biden disagrees, and today he'll meet with some mayors and police chiefs.
10: A White House official told the Associated Press the plan is for the president to ask more states and cities to allocate unspent COVID relief money. Money on law enforcement. In fact, the president had urged some of that money to go to police in cities with higher crime rates last June.
3: Fox's Jessica Rosenthal, the president's also dealing with a baby formula shortage, urging other manufacturers to make up for Abbott's production shutdown after a recall over contamination concerns. Republicans claim he's not doing enough.
6: 40% across the country is out. In my state, close to 50% of baby formula is out, and that's in Florida and several other states.
3: Congresswoman Kat Kamek telling Fox that she tweeted a photo of empty shelves in Florida alongside a picture of pallets full of baby formula in Texas reserved for families of migrants held in border facilities. Elon Musk tweeted a couple of minutes ago he is still committed to acquisition for Twitter. This an hour and a half earlier, he had said that he was putting his deal to buy Twitter on temporary hold to investigate fake
12: accounts on the social media site. America's listening to Fox News.
3: Democrats keep demanding answers from Republicans about last year's Capitol riot. The House committee investigating has issued subpoenas to five GOP House members, including Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and Congressman Andy Biggs, who tells Fox he's not sure if he'll comply.
14: These people are more interested in
0: creating a media firestorm against political enemies.
3: Fox's Chad Pergram says this could set up an unusual showdown. So if you have a member who isn't cooperating, what you typically do is you go to the Ethics Committee. In fact, Article 1, Section 5 of the Constitution says that the House of Representatives and the Senate has the right to enforce its own rules and discipline its own members. So that's why this is so extraordinary, because if you were to issue the subpoena and the members were not to cooperate with the committee, what do you do? Well, then do you vote on the House floor to hold them in contempt of Congress like you would any other citizen. They did that with Steve Bannon. Bannon is an ex-Trump advisor, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, also held in contempt of Congress. On Wall Street, stocks could rebound. Dow futures up more than 200 points in the NBA playoffs. For the second time in three years, the Miami Heat have a shot at the Eastern Conference crown. Butler in transition. Draws the foul. Count the basket. Jimmy Butler got it to go
19: call courtesy of ESPN. Jimmy Butler with the lay-in and the foul, a game-high 32 points for him as the Heat topped the Philadelphia 76ers Thursday 99-90, to winning their series four games to two. They now wait either the Milwaukee Bucks or Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Meantime, the Dallas Mavericks send their series against the reigning champs in the West to Game 7. Luka Doncic putting up a game-high 33 points as the Mavs crush the Phoenix Suns 113-86.
3: to Matt Napolitano, Fox News. In hockey's playoffs, Tampa Bay beat Toronto in overtime, so the- the The NHL's defending champions, the Lightning, force a game seven. Boston and Edmonton also won to force seventh games in their series. St. Louis beat and eliminated Minnesota. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
6: News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio.
4: Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app.
16: Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. But And I don't want this conversation to end, but I think it's ended for today. Mr. Speaker, if you don't mind, I'd like to remove this bill back to the calendar. All
8: right, without objection. House Bill 813, aborted by its sponsor. It is 7.08 in the morning, 72 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips has sunny today, 60% chance of evening showers, high around 91. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. The controversial bill that would have allowed prosecutors to charge women who receive abortions with murder is all but dead. This after its sponsor pulled the bill from consideration after his colleagues drastically changed its language. Brooke Thorrington has the details.
10: Bill author, Oil City Representative Danny McCormick issued a hard warning to fellow lawmakers.
16: Can't claim to be pro-life and vote to kill HB 13 by amendment.
10: Republican Shreveport Representative Alan Seabaugh says even though Louisiana has some of the strongest anti-abortion trigger laws that would go in effect once Roe versus Wade is overturned, House Bill 813 in its original form is unconstitutional.
17: We should not be at each other's throats over a bill that makes criminals out of women and as far as i can tell was only presented to give a couple
10: of misguided people a platform seba then offered an amendment removing criminal charges that also protected women who use contraception or in vitro fertilization from prosecution it passed 65 to 26 mccormick then pulled his bill from the calendar before a vote was called i'm brooke thorrington
8: the house republican delegation put out a statement last night celebrating celebrating the bill's defeat In that statement, the delegation said it, quote, prevented the criminalization of women, end quote. The statement comes one week after the GOP-led House Criminal Justice Committee advanced the bill and after other party members went on record supporting it. Debate on that bill started at 630. The late start time was the result of an evacuation at the Capitol. Officials say a, a suspicious package led to that evacuation. The suspicious package turned out to be an unattended back. At the White House, President Biden cancels more oil lease sales. The Interior Department's decision cuts out three lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico and off Alaska's coast. Officials cited conflicting court decisions as their reason. Closer to home in New Iberia, two suspects are formally charged in connection with the death of a school board member's son. A grand jury indicted Travis Lane Jr. and Bryson John Lewis on principal to second-degree murder and conspiracy to commit second-degree murder. They're accused of taking part in the 2019 shooting death of Garen Lewis. Lewis was the son of a school board member, Raymond Shudu Lewis, who was also the quarterback for the new Iberia senior high school football team. Charges against several other suspects are pending. In Lafayette, police are searching for a car stolen from a Crot Springs family. That family was at a thrift store. Their car parked outside when thieves jumped inside and drove away. Surveillance video caught it all on camera. The grade 2010 Ford Fusion has not been found. The car has a blue butterfly sticker on the right-side passenger window. It also has a stick figure family in the rear windshield. Call police if you have any information. Louisiana's chemical industry is looking at more than $31 billion in new
18: construction projects. As Kevin
8: Gallagher reports, those projects could be coming very soon.
18: LSU economist Dr. Lauren Scott says there are several planned chem plant expansions and some new plant developments, all set to be done within the next couple of years, many between Baton Rouge and the mouth of the Mississippi River, and a couple in Lake Charles.
1: Now only one of these projects is actually located north of I-10.
18: Chemical plants employ 30,000 statewide, all at 60K or more per year.
1: Now only one of these projects is actually located north of I-10.
18: Scott says the investments will benefit the industry, but also every support industry and local business as well.
1: Those are what economists refer to as the multiplier effects and they are
8: particularly big for these kinds of industries
18: i'm kevin gallagher
8: these construction projects come as a new report ac- accuses four refineries of le- releasing excessive amounts of benzene into the atmosphere those plants are located in norco chalmette lake charles and saint charles parish according to that report they released more of the cancer-causing chemical than allowed by law Now, six other plants also received scrutiny, one of them in Crott Springs. Those plants emitted benzene at levels below federal standards. But according to the study, the benzene emissions were higher than the more stringent California emissions guidelines. Back in Baton Rouge, Governor John Bell Edwards continues to lobby for a new Mississippi River Bridge. David Grubb has the latest on the
19: this government. This is the first time any administration has ever proposed any kind of funding like this.
20: Governor Edwards has made securing dollars for the new bridge one of the centerpieces of his legislative agenda, citing a critical need to replace the 54-year-old structure and the rare availability of surplus funds. However, the legislature has not been as cooperative as he'd like. I asked for $500 million. They reduced it. I asked it to be put in a fund that can only be spent on the bridge. They put it in the funding be spent on anything edward says without a real commitment from the state federal and private money won't be available to complete the job he has voters to contact their representatives and ask for their support for the bridge i'm david grubb
8: you all graduation ceremonies take place today and tomorrow at the cajun dome Events take place, or I should say start at 9 o'clock both days. It's 9 in the morning, continuing throughout the day, so if you're around the Cajun Dome, do expect heavy traffic today and tomorrow. Tons of events going on around Acadiana this weekend. The Rain Frog Festival continues tonight and tomorrow at the Frog Festival Fairgrounds. In Lafayette, Wing Wars of Acadiana, Park International, tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Benefits Gifting Grace. Don't miss it. Be there. And on Sunday, the Mike Bernard Acadiana Chapter of the American Hibiscus Society hosts its annual show and sale. That's scheduled for Sunday afternoon, 1-4, to 4, in the Cathedral Carmel Gym. Admission to that event is free. In sports, two down, two to go. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team run rules Troy 9-1 to 1 to reach the winner's bracket of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Taylor Roman wins it in walk-off fashion. She swung on the first pitch in the bottom of the fifth inning, hit an inside-the-park home run. Cajuns will play Texas State at 10 o'clock this morning. Bobby Neville and I have the call on ESPN Lafayette. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team plays Texas State this weekend in an important Sun Belt Conference series. If the Cajuns get the road sweep plus a loss by Georgia Southern in their series, the Cajuns would vault to number one in the Sun Belt standings. Game one tonight at six, game two tomorrow at four, game three Sunday at one o'clock. Jay Walker, Brad Topham have the call on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. In horse racing, Rich Strike will not run in the Preakness Stakes next weekend. Instead, the 80-1 underdog winner of the Kentucky Derby will prep for the Belmont Stakes. In pro football, the New Orleans Saints 2022 schedule is now out. The Saints open the regular season at Atlanta on September 11th. In fact, the Saints open the season... Against all three of their division rivals. They play Tampa in week two in the Superdome and then travel to Carolina in week three. Other highlights include a week four game in London against Minnesota, a Thursday night game in week seven against Arizona, and Monday night games against Baltimore and Tampa in weeks nine and thirteen, respectively. Full schedule at KPL nine six five dot com and the KPL mobile app. Mega Millions Jackpot tonight, ninety nine million dollars. Powerball tomorrow, eighty three million. Lotto 1475000 Easy five at $90,000. Maybe you will get lucky this weekend. Norm MacDonald. Yes. In entertainment news. Yes. Recorded a secret final Netflix stand-up special before no. his death. No way. In a comedy first, the late actor-comedian self-shot a final hour of new stand-up to be released in the event of his death. No word on when it's going to come out. Of course, Norm MacDonald died last September, the age of 61, after a secret battle with cancer. Never uh, told anybody that he had it. And he knew his time was limited, so he recorded Norm MacDonald, nothing special. It'll be released two weeks from now, May the 30th, on Netflix, for those of you who are uh, into that kind of stuff. Um, another and finally, mm-hmm. state trooper from Poland. Okay. In Connecticut. Yeah, Gets a call to help so- change somebody's tire. Okay. That's not too interesting. Right. But the person he's helping, the former president of Poland, Kinky. <laughs> How did that come about? Uh, so uh, Wednesday, Connecticut State Police uh, posted on Facebook the story of Trooper Lucas Liepert. He was called to a location on Interstate 84 in Toland to assist with the flat tire. Now, apparently, the troopers knew who it was when they got the call, so they got in touch with Trooper Lippert, who was nearby, and they figured, hey, why not give him the chance to meet Lech walenza Nobel uh-huh. Peace Prize winner, uh, the man who ended communism in Poland or led the charge to end communism in Poland, uh, leading the Solidarity uh, movement there. Uh, became the uh, elect Valencia, for those of you who may not recognize the name in 1990, became the country's first freely elected president in 63 years. Uh, had been arrested multiple times for leading the Solidari- Solidarity Movement in the 1980s. The 78 year old Valencia, by the way, is in Connecticut promoting the cause of Ukrainian refugees who have been mm. forced out of their country mm. and now call Poland home. He also met with Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont. During his time, according to the Facebook post, Trupa Lippert, a native of Poland, was beyond grateful for the opportunity to help yeah. such an influential individual and briefly speak to him about the history of Poland. They even uh, posed for a picture together. And for a man who's 78 years old, like Valencia, still A, looks great, B, still has a killer mustache. <laughs> uh,
6: well, you see, you got to have the priorities in life. That's what I'm saying.
8: Yeah. Yes. And. Before we hit the break, cartridge roll trivia, because I don't know if we'll have another chance to do it today. Ooh, okay. You asked for TV sitcoms, so thank we'll do
6: God, it. something I can answer, not like stuff I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready and bring it so, on.
8: Yesterday, I was reading uh, something about a game show called Make Me Laugh. Oh, I'm in trouble. Okay. I forgot was on the air, but yeah. one thing I didn't know about the show is that a certain acting duo who later starred in a sitcom were some of the stand-up comics who performed on the show. Okay. Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. No kidding. What sitcom did they star in for two seasons? Okay, I can see the
6: show. I remember the opening. Bosom Buddies! Bosom there Buddies! There you go. You got it. Yay! All right, I got one.
8: For bonus points, what Billy Joel's song was the theme song to uh, Bosom Buddies? Uh,
6: My Life, right?
8: Yes, there you go.
6: Oh, ho, ho! ho! Well, it's going to be a good Friday now. Okay. Yes, it will. So Peter Scolari, he had a couple of TV movies before that Bosom Buddy show. But then after that,
8: did he really do much? I I think he went behind the camera after that. Uh, Let's see. According to Wikipedia, he died last October, for those of you... uh, Keeping score at home. He was on Newhart. He was Michael Harris. Oh, I forgot all about that. I forgot all about that, too. Now that I'm looking at his pictures, like, yeah, I remember him from Newhart more mm-hmm. than I remember him from Bosom Buddies. i received three Emmy nominations for his work on Newhart. Wow. Won the Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series. For his return for his recurring role as Tad Horvath on Girls in 2016, that HBO series uh, that ran for a few years, wow. starring Lena Dunham, but he uh, passed away uh, last October, age of 66, uh, after battling leukemia.
6: Yep, you just don't know, man. It is coming up now on 719. Well, thank you for for doing a little trivia. I actually get answered
8: today. Hey, (laughs) it's it's a Friday. It's payday. It's going to be a good day.
6: Ah, but it's Friday the 13th. What does it huh? mean, Ian? What does it mean?
8: It means we get paid two days early.
6: It's Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> I'm with you. It's going to be a lucky day. More news update
5: brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over forty thousand furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home.
17: Mostly sunny skies pretty much through a majority of the day today. Temperatures, though, are going to get up to about 91 in the afternoon. Heat index running a little bit warmer. Overnight lows tonight sitting in the upper 60s. We do have the chance for some showers and thunderstorms later on this afternoon and evening. I think a lot of that will be around, if not a little bit later than commute time here tonight. And then as far as tomorrow goes, very similar forecast. Sunny through a majority of the day. Temperatures low 90s. And then evening showers and some thunderstorms hoping to squeeze out some rain fall here the next couple days because after that we do dry out again so we'll be dry for the end of the weekend and a majority of next week temperatures consistently going to be sitting in the 90s day in and day out not just through the weekend but it looks like through the rest of next work week from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 KPal. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. A little bit
6: earlier this morning, a report of a uh, fender bender southeast of Angeline through Ed Jefferson. That's southeast of through Ed Jefferson. Make sure you buckle. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. 726 on Acadiana's Morning News. Friday is here. Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan. Hello, Ian.
8: Hey, Bernie. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm awake. I'm alive. And it's amazing how much you can get done in a five-minute commercial break. <laughs> Did you finally get anything to eat for breakfast? No, I didn't eat for breakfast. But in about a five-minute commercial break, I showered, brushed my teeth, and got my clothes on. This is the fastest <laughs> I've ever moved
6: say you had some form of clothing on before when we were doing the show though. Absolutely. So okay. workplace environment. In. Yes, yes. So you had on the fancy pajamas or something?
8: Uh, shorts and a t-shirt.
6: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, 7:27 in the morning and joining us in studio Justin Richard with The Rustic Renegade. Hey, good
13: morning. Good morning.
6: So Friday is here. We're super excited about that. I want folks to know for Rustic Renegade, you guys are open today. And you're open on Saturdays.
13: Correct. Closed on Sundays and Mondays.
6: Sundays and Mondays. I had to remind myself of that uh, because, you know, you, you don't want to start out the week thinking, oh, I'm going to the rest of Grenegade on Monday. And then, oh, Bernie didn't tell me. So now I reminded everybody.
13: Unfortunately, people still pull up to the gates on Mondays.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's kind of sad. Now, Rustic Grenegade is 2842 northeast of Angelin Thruway. So, Justin, a couple weeks back, we did get to talk a little bit about insurance and why it makes a difference if you are a gun owner so but there are a lot of different types that maybe people might not think about one thing that you had told me in the break was kind of the idea of you know if you have a few guns or if you're starting to collect you really need to think about that
13: right so two weeks ago when Pacconier man graced us with his presence we had (laughs) talked about concealed carry insurance uh, there's another type of insurance that people, most people, are unaware of that come into the shop, and that's insurance on the entire firearms collection. What you have here is a major asset. I mean, you're talking—you got 50 guns in the safe. You could have seventy, eighty thousand dollars worth of firearms oh, liquid oh, assets here. Oh, oh, oh. I never so, thought about part that. of my gunsmithing course was a certified firearms <laughs> appraiser course. Now. I've been doing appraisals for years. Every time we buy used guns, we have to do an appraisal on to give them an offer. But I learned a few more things. Okay. Um, insurance companies, I'm not going to name any local ones, but they'll they'll offer personal articles policies usually under some kind of a sporting goods category.
6: Hmm.
13: Okay. And these insurance policies they protect from fire,
6: okay. flood, okay.
13: theft, okay. and sometimes even workmanship, so if the gun breaks, they may even cover the cost of repairs.
6: Interesting.
13: Very okay. important. So I used to go around to the insurance companies and hand out these brochures. uh, Before I hand out the brochure, I'd ask them, hey, you guys offer insurance policies on on firearms collections, kind of acting like a customer. Right. To see how they go about valuing firearms. And surprisingly, most of them just get on the Internet, and the first number they find is the number that they assign to to the gun, which is not necessarily accurate. Yeah. I mean, you can ask you know, a million dollars for this gun. You'll never get it. But what you sell it for is, is more accurate representation of what the gun is worth. So we provide the appraisal services. We give replacement costs mm-hmm. if the gun can be replaced, if it's stolen or in a house fire or flooded. If you can actively go on to a distributor's website and order that replacement, that's the cost we give you. Some of the firearms are antiques and collectibles. There is no replacement.
6: Yeah. I mean, so you're we not. Give, there's no. <laughs> yeah. How does, so what do you do? We
13: give fair market value. Okay. The IRS has actually developed a definition for fair market value. Okay. It consists of four components. If two individuals, neither the buyer nor the seller, being compelled to buy or sell. Okay. Both having reasonable knowledge of the facts of the item up for sale. Hmm. Um. Agree on some number, that's fair market value. If I said, Bernie, I'll sell you this phone for a dollar and you agree to it, then that's fair fair market market value for that phone. Okay. Right. So that's Mm. the value that we provide on these antiques and these collectibles. Yeah. You
6: you need that info. I mean, you got to know. Right.
13: right. You can't just go and grab some number off the internet. (laughs) But I've had, unfortunately, angry soon to be exes showing up with their soon to be exes truck full of their. Farms collections,
21: oh. wanting to sell
13: all these guns off. Well, you got to; these are just community property. So the divorce attorneys want values; they want appraisals on these collections to know how to divvy this up. I've had descendants come in, you know, the children's grandchildren of these uh, deceased individuals, wanting to sell their entire farms. They don't care about the guns; they just want the money. So the wow. estate attorneys come to us and say, "Hey, we need an appraisal on these farms collections so that we can divvy out these." Uh, you know, divvy it up evenly. Uh, insurance companies, too. Hey, I got a client who's got $150,000 worth of firearms, and we want to get another appraisal for the appreciation of values. So there's a lot going on here, that, and we offer those services.
6: Okay, and never even thought about any of this stuff, but right. it makes total sense. So it must, uh, you know, I'm sure the first time it happened, it probably floored you when a soon-to-be ex-spouse rolls up and says... Hey, come and see all of this stuff, and right. tell me what it's
13: worth. Yeah, and a few weeks later, the <laughs> other half comes right? in. And is like, where's all my guns?
6: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that makes for some some interesting uh, interesting conversations. Oh, yes. Ian, I know you wanted to jump in.
8: Yeah, I'd love to see some of the ex-wives show up with a camera, be part of a reality show. Rest critic <laughs> I could see that being A and E's next program. In all seriousness, oh, yes. though. Going back to the insurance part of things, there may be people thinking, "Well, I have renters insurance or I have homeowners insurance. That should cover my guns if anything
13: happens to them." Is that necessarily the case? It's hit and miss. I'm glad you asked that because I've had customers come in. You know, somebody broke into my my house and stole my guns. And on one occasion, their homeowner's policy covered it, and on another occasion, they did not. Hmm. I've had huh. the majority of farms are stolen out of vehicles. I mean, like it's it's over eighty percent. It's unreal. Yeah. Don't put your gun in your vehicle, and please lock your vehicles at night. But anyway. I've had customers say, hey, my my, uh, insurance policy on my vehicle covered the stolen gun. And another customer said, nope, they did not. So I I think it's particularly that agency policy or maybe a corporate Mm -hmm. policy. I'm not sure, but it is hit and miss. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's worth it, too. I mean, you're talking about a dollar per month per gun. Mm -hmm. You got 20 guns in the safe. That's $20 per month to to protect thousands of dollars worth of firearms. I've had to use my policy twice. I've had to two pistols stolen out of my father's vehicle in the parking lot of a Walmart that was on the throughway.
6: No kidding.
13: Yep. And one of them, uh, both of them were placed. One of them got recovered. Wow. But, you know, I mean, that's $1,000 right there that well, was of out there that was covered. Yeah.
6: God. So eventually one of the pistols was recovered, though. Yeah,
13: several years later, I got a call from the insurance no. company. Hey, the, we recovered this firearm from the police agencies. They found it off of a guy.
17: Wow.
2: They offered to
13: sell it back to me at, at X amount of dollars. I was like, hold on. I sell guns for a living. (laughs) I can get this a lot cheaper than what you're offering. So I got a better price on my my own gun.
6: (laughs) I never even knew all these different nuances because who would think to necessarily check their homeowner's policy or your car policy? Unless, of course, you do have an instance where someone has broken in and taken a firearm from you. You know, Mm -hmm. and so earlier this week, I was actually having some discussion with people and we're talking about, okay. you know, the, your car is an extension of your home, et cetera. So, you know, for some people, they are just used to leaving that gun in the vehicle. But when you talk about those stats that, you know, that is the likeliest way you're going to see and have to say goodbye to your firearm is right. to leave yeah. it in your car.
13: If you leave a firearm in your vehicle, make sure it's a cheap one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not not cheap, in, in terms of quality, just inexpensive, so that if right. it does get stolen, you know, you're not yeah. out too much.
8: But the thing with that is, too, is if you're leaving a firearm st- uh, in your car, doesn't matter if it's locked or unlocked, you're leaving it vulnerable. We've seen cases across Lafayette where people are or thieves are still pulling on doors. But in some cases, where they're either desperate or brazen, they're smashing those windows, hoping to find either money, guns, or something else that's valuable. Th- so, would at this point, would you recommend people just take? Their firearms out of their car unless there's some extenuating circumstance. In what situations, rather, would you recommend leaving a gun in a car?
13: If it was a firearm that was dedicated to protecting yourself in your vehicle, and I have one, I, mm-hmm. I'll admit, but mm-hmm. it's an inexpensive firearm. I think I got like 300 bucks in it, you know.
6: Yeah, yeah. It's but it's like- a good
13: firearm. It's yeah. it's one that's reliable, one that I can. But two, again, I make sure I lock my vehicles. Um, I actually have an ex- applying for an exemption through the state as an FFL holder. I can have. Um, Really dark tint on the vehicle. like Really? Darker huh. than standard. Because I have so many farms in the vehicle, I go to the range and I'm constantly transporting firearms. Oh,
6: that me. makes sense. So, yeah.
13: You can get it, too, for a medical exemption if you have sensitive eyes.
6: Oh, hey, check that That's out. Good to know. You know, yeah. yeah, people, you know, that might apply uh, to you. I, I didn't even think about that. Isn't that interesting, too, about the darker tinted windows? It seems like there's a lot of people, though, that go around tinting their windows and they got no cause for that.
9: <laughs>
2: right.
6: I'm just throwing that out there. That's my, my Bernie pet peeve for the moment. Um, all right, we're wrapping up here on time. Any final thoughts for us, Justin, about what we need to think about? These are things we just would not normally say, oh, okay. Yeah, like you said, if you got 20 firearms, 20 bucks a month.
13: Even if you have one, I mean, it's, yeah, it's still worth it. You know?
6: Absolutely.
13: So, I mean, like I said a couple of weeks ago, you put a fire extinguisher in your house hoping you never have a fire. But if you do, yeah. you're glad you have it. Consider the insurance on your farms. It's definitely worth it. And consider the concealed carry insurance.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right. It's coming up now on 737 on Acadiana's Morning News. Rustic Renegade. Don't forget. 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Yes, they're open today. Yes, they're open Saturday, but no, they're going to be sitting on their couch on Monday and Sunday. So just keep that in mind. <laughs>
13: Cutting
4: grass.
6: That's right. That too. All the huh? do's, oh,
4: yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> huh? The loudest voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns. And that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it.
6: Yes, Ian, I um I don't care for sugar if I if I can't have you on the show. Mm-hmm. Aww. Aww. That's so, the
8: sweetest thing anybody said to me all day.
6: <laughs> You're so funny. All right, it's coming up now in 743. Ian and I constantly focus on what's happening in our community in a variety of different ways. But one of the things we really like to spotlight is crime. But also, what we can do about it. So, Eddie Longlinet with Crime Stoppers of Vermilion Parish, he's joining Ian and I on the phone today. Good morning.
21: Good morning, everybody. How are y'all this morning? Good morning, Eddie.
6: We woke up. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before the break, we were talking about the weekend. And it's like, okay, for everyone, the countdown is on. And for some people, they're like, but Bernie, I just, I'm just about to go into my office. My response is, okay, just keep the faith. We're going to make it. We're going to make
21: it. <laughs> it's so close at this point, yeah.
6: <laughs> so, um, Eddie, what are, we, uh, what are we looking at crime-wise this week? What would you like to uh, talk to us about today?
21: Yeah, this week, it's, uh, this is actually uh, our first Crime Stopper segment that we aired uh, back in October. Wow. Uh, and it's uh, on Jonas uh, Rayo. the uh, fire secured a warrant for Jonas Rayo. He's wanted for multiple counts of possession with intent to distribute scheduled one, two and three narcotics. Uh, he's from the Abbeville area. He's uh, 37 years old, black male, brown eyes, uh, black hair, stands six foot five inches tall and weighs approximately two hundred sixty five pounds. So if anybody has information, and please check out our website and also our Facebook page. And if anybody has information, we encourage them to call seven four zero TIPS or download and log on to the P three app, to where they can report their tips anonymously, and earn a cash reward.
6: You know that cash can come in handy.
8: You know, <laughs> might be, yeah, uh, be here hey, soon enough, right?
21: <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. While I'm on the the, the uh, anonymous part, um, so. Uh, and I'm, I, I talked to Eddie Thibodeau, uh, Eddie Squared. Yep. <laughs> uh, we, we talked about this in the past. So uh, sometimes uh, people will walk into uh, the police department and they will ask to report their tips uh, anonymously in person to a police department and they wanna report it to Crime Stoppers. And that's, that's not quite the way it works. I mean, if, you, if you're reporting in person, it, it's not anonymous. So, we're encouraging people to, to make the call, you know, uh, call 740-TIPS or, or wherever you are, that tips line in your area, uh, to to report the tips anonymously. Because at, at that point, when you walk in, it's not really anonymous anymore. So, uh, or they can download and log on to that P3 app, and, and that's the, the best way if, if they have that capability. So, uh, just asking people to kind of take note of that, uh, if it's a, a true anonymous tip, Uh, It's not going to be in person.
8: Eddie, you know what you should do? You should do like the Catholic Church, you should set up a confessional. That way if people want to be anonymous, they can walk in, you have a detective on the other side and they can take notes. And then that way they can leave and nobody and the detective doesn't know who they are and then they can just move on.
21: Yeah, yeah, that, that might work. Ian, leave it to you to think of that.
6: <laughs> oh man. Oh, you know, the only thing that'd be bad about that is here's the only downside, Ian. You know, some of these poor people that work for, for the sheriff's office or a police department might be like, oh, that's TMI. That might be too much information.
2: <laughs> you know,
6: they might get in there and people like really get the loose lips and they tell them like way too much personal stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I don't want to know that. Yep, yep. <laughs>
21: I think also, you're uh, right. Yesterday, uh, we talked. I heard Eddie uh, Thibodeau talking about uh, you know working together, the uh, multi-jurisdictional arrest that they made, and and I want to you know reemphasize what he's saying because uh, we we do that as well. We have our violent crime task force and. We're we're actually working with the sheriff's office and the police department, but we called in our, our federal partners as well. And sometimes uh, the tips are, or the investigation leads into another parish or another jurisdiction, and we're always excited to work with, with other people. I mean, that's what we do. And. Uh, You know, I, I kind of push this a lot. You know, working together is a lot better than, than working individually because uh, we, can, we can get a whole lot more accomplished uh, working as a team. So I, I want to, you know, thank Eddie for bringing that up yesterday and, you know, just reemphasize that, that that's the way uh, we like to do things as well.
6: Yeah. And, you know, it makes for easier work for everybody. And, you know, I would assume faster work, too. Because, you know, everybody's not, we don't have to be in bubbles anymore because we do have all this technology.
21: That's correct. And and a lot of the the departments, they're stretched a little thin uh, and their capabilities are are maybe limited. Uh, But working together, you know, um, like if we're working with St. Landry, you know, they might have capabilities that, that we don't have or we might have something that they don't have and working together we find that a lot you know working uh, with our federal partners uh you know they they have a a lot of capabilities that we don't have but working with them you know it makes things a whole lot easier and you know uh making a, a team effort you know uh it's it's a group of people instead of an individual trying to knock it out by himself.
6: absolutely so around uh vermilion parish uh abbeville those areas anything interesting we should know about for this weekend
21: well, this weekend there's actually not that much, and I heard a while ago, you know, uh, you know, people maybe mowing their yards and stuff. And uh, but we we have baseball games and stuff we're going to. Uh, but this weekend, the Kiwanis Club uh, they have a golf tournament Saturday at uh, Southern Oaks Country Club. So uh, any any of those golfers out there or, or uh, people think they're golfers like me, <laughs> um, go over there, <laughs> go over there, and uh, and have fun, uh, and also supporting uh, the Kiwanis Club. Uh, and then also i like to congratulate all the, the DARE students. Uh, at the end of the year, they have their DARE graduation. So I want to congratulate the fifth grade uh, DARE students uh, throughout the Acadiana for, you know, successfully uh, completing uh, their mission and getting to that point.
6: Absolutely. And let's hope they spread the message as they grow older. You know, we can certainly hope uh, for that. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for always yes. visiting with Ian and I.
8: And Eddie, it's before you go, fun. Eddie, before you go, you mentioned baseball. We have to say congratulations. North Vermilion, back in the state championship. They're playing for a state title either today or tomorrow. I forget which. Uh, Batman tweeted yesterday saying they won 14-2 to in run rule fashion to get back to the championship game.
21: Wow. Yep, yeah, and North Vermilion, that's our, our uh, Vermilion Paris, one of our Vermilion Paris schools, so congratulations to them.
6: Oh, that's excellent. Wow. Yeah, golly, what a great run then. It is coming <laughs> up now at 7.51. Well, Eddie, you have a great weekend. I hope it includes... Some R&R.
21: It it absolutely will. And you guys have a great weekend as well.
6: All right, man. Take care of yourself. Hey, y'all, don't forget, Crime Stoppers of Vermilion Parish. Go there. Take a look. See what you see. Might be somebody you know. Even the tiniest bit of information can crack a case wide open news talk 96 5 broadcasting from the matthew james financial studio find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com all righty and i got a great story for you and you're gonna love it and it's from florida ready okay i'm all about bucket list items you know things that you just gotta do and you know what you should do them sooner rather than later always OK, that's my new life philosophy. But <laughs> this lady from Florida says the reason she got arrested was because it was on her bucket list.
8: <laughs> How did she get arrested is the better question.
6: Uh, OK, so officials with the Monroe County Sheriff's Office say a deputy saw this lady and she was driving recklessly. OK, and that is just by itself. Hilarious! That's stupidity. Yeah. Turns on his lights and sirens. She wouldn't stop right away. Eventually, she did pull over to the side of the road. She was apprehended, though, because she was fleeing and eluding. And she was perfectly okay with it. Before they took her to jail, she said getting arrested had been on her bucket list since (laughs) high school. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. That's
8: funny. Well, you know what? I give her credit. She had a dream. She stuck with it. <laughs> she dreamed it. She achieved it. Now, I that sort of reminds me. That sort of <laughs> reminds me of something else that happened. This is about 10, 15 years ago. Uh, you may remember the story. Uh, an elderly woman was driving down Highway 190 in rain. Uh, apparently, was going in and out of traffic. And Sheriff's Deputy State Trooper, I forget who, tried to pull her over. And she kept driving. And she was only doing about 30 miles an hour. When she finally got to where she was going, it had turned into a low-speed police chase. There were multiple <laughs> units behind her, and they arrest this old lady. Turns out the old lady was my dad's aunt. No. Was in the early stages of dementia. Oh. And she told police after they arrested her. Yeah. That she thought that it was, they were escorting her through a parade.
6: Oh, that's so cute, right? Because you have to have a big heart. You know.
8: Yeah. I, I think they dropped the charges afterward, yeah, but the mug yeah. the mugshot made the news. It was classic and the I thought it was a parade for me line is it was just one of those it's like, you know what? Let's
6: <laughs> that, go. That with just it, makes right? the story
8: even better. It
6: does. It really does. All right, it's gonna be sunny today. Sixty percent chance of showers and thunderstorms by the afternoon and a high at ninety-one. Showers ending tonight, a low at sixty-nine, and then ninety degrees and some more rain for Saturday. It's coming up on 756. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute.
8: Turns out the FBI did investigate parents who were mad that schools required their kids to be masked. Well, you remember last fall when the National School Board Association sent a letter to President Biden asking him to label parents as domestic terrorists. And remember, Attorney General Merrick Garland did just that. He even set up a hotline where people could call in and claim their neighbor, who was opposed to masks in school, was actually... Actually, a terrorist. And remember how Merrick Garland went before Congress and said, "No, we're not investigating parents." Well, turns out he was lying.
3: Apparently, the DOJ thinks that if you use your First Amendment right to petition the government,
2: you're an enemy of the state.
21: American Ground Radio: We're building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from nine to ten p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Far. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com.
6: Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210.
15: I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report.
7: Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses, as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continued away on the market. Real estate companies and constables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. And Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analysts' expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hilary Barsky, invested in you. Why do I take
15: Chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from Chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. Choq.com. promo code JESSE.
6: News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio.
3: Millions of moms and dads have the same problem. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, scrambling to find formula to feed their babies.
11: I post on Facebook. I have my dad looking at Walmart in Mexico. I have my friends and family looking um,
10: online at their stores in California.
3: No, she's in Portland, Oregon, as supply chain issues follow a recall and Abbott production shutdown they all led to baby formula shortages.
8: In the White House, the Biden administration is trying to get more formula on store shelves. The president spoke with CEOs of major retailers, as well as formula makers
3: Gerber and Reckitt. Fox Business Network's Grady Trimble outside an Abbott facility in Sturgis, Michigan.
17: The White House says that formula companies have made more product in the past month than before the Sturgis plant shut down but the administration couldn't say when parents will see that product on store shelves
8: two and
3: a half months after russia started invading ukraine the first war crimes trial is starting there a russian soldier is accused of murdering a 62 year old ukrainian civilian meanwhile an american basketball player jailed in russia Brittany greiner Found out today she'll remain in detention there at least 30 more days.
8: A request for house arrest for the WNBA start was denied at a hearing in Moscow Friday. Griner, a two-time Olympic gold medalist and nine-year veteran of the Phoenix Mercury, has been detained in Russia since February, when authorities there claimed she had hash oil vape cartridges in her luggage. Fox's
3: Jared Max, an escaped murderer who is supposed to be in prison for life isn't there now. Gonzalo Lopez escaped from a transport bus in Texas after stabbing and injuring the driver. Schools in nearby Leon County are closed as authorities search for Lopez. Elon Musk caused a stir this morning, claiming his deal to buy Twitter's on temporary hold.
6: Musk said in a tweet that he wants more details about spam and fake accounts on Twitter.
3: Fox's Jenny Casola. About an hour and a half later, though, Musk tweeted he is committed to buying Twitter.
12: America's listening to Fox News.
3: There is a hearing today on the Trump border policy. President Biden is trying to undo later this month. A federal judge put a hold on it temporarily after more than 20 states sued and will consider the issue again today. Republicans fear lifting the Title 42 regulation that prevented some migrants from entering the U.S. illegally for COVID reasons will lead to a new surge at the border. Congresswoman Elise Stefanik tells Fox.
10: When we met with Border Patrol agents on the front lines, they said that this crisis will get even worse with the Biden administration's catastrophic plan to
20: lift title 42.
3: We're learning more about a US soldier's death in Alaska. He was not a casualty of war, but he was attacked
20: A statement from the Army says Staff Sergeant Seth Michael Plant died of his injuries at a hospital on Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson in Anchorage. Plant, who was 30, was from Florida and was an infantryman for the 3rd Battalion, 509th Parachute Infantry Regiment. He was attacked by a bear in a remote section of the military base. And while the Army is investigating, the Alaska Department of Fish and Game says information gathered so far points to a defensive attack by a female bear protecting her cub. Another soldier received minor injuries during that attack. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
3: It's the last day on the job for someone at the White House. Saying
11: so long to the White House is Press Secretary Jen Psaki. She's become well-known after giving briefings to the media just about every weekday of the almost 500 days President Biden's been in office. She's headed for a new job at another network and after learning she was leaving, Fox's Peter Ducey had to say...
17: Thank you, Jen. Sorry to see you go. Are you?
11: Yes. Taking over for Saki is Karine Jean-Pierre, the first black woman and openly LGBTQ person to be White House press secretary.
3: That's Fox's Jill Nato, on Wall Street stock futures are surging ahead of today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
5: The 34th annual Cajun Heartland State Fair is coming to the Cajun Dome May 26th through June 5th. News Talk 965 KPL reminds you to get your My Choice Wristband Vouchers now. And save. the News Talk 965 KPL My Choice Wristband Vouchers are early bird priced for only $20 each. You choose which day you want to use the wristband with the News Talk 965 KPL My Choice Wristbands. Only $20 now through the first day of the fair, Thursday, May 25th. After that, the price goes up to $30 each. Get my choice wristband vouchers now at the Cajun Dome box office or online at CajunDome.com. LUS presents the 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair, May 26th to June 5th at the Cajun Dome. Experience wild rides on the Gold Star Midway and free family entertainment at Lanyop Lane. For more info, go to CajunDome.com or go to KPL 965com and click on the Cajun Dome link for more. Brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL, where Acadiana comes to talk.
4: Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center.
16: And I don't want this conversation to end, but I think it's ended for today. Mr. Speaker, if you don't mind, I'd like to remove this bill back to the calendar. All
8: right.
0: Without objection.
8: House Bill 813, aborted by its sponsor. Daniel Phillips says sunny today with a 60% chance of evening showers. Highs of around 91 today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. The controversial bill that would have allowed prosecutors to charge women who receive abortions with murder is all but dead. This after its sponsor pulled the bill from consideration after his colleagues drastically changed the language. Brooke Thornton has the details.
10: Bill author, Oil City Representative, Danny McCormick, issued a hard warning to fellow lawmakers.
16: Can't claim to be pro-life and vote to kill HB 13 by amendment.
10: Republican Shreveport Representative Alan Sebaugh says even though Louisiana has some of the strongest anti-abortion trigger laws that would go in effect once Roe versus Wade is overturned, House Bill 813 in its original form is unconstitutional.
17: We should not be at each other's throats over a bill that makes criminals out of women and as far as I can tell was only presented to give a couple that misguided people a platform.
10: Seaball then offered an amendment removing criminal charges that also protected women who used contraception or in vitro fertilization from prosecution. It passed 65 to 26. McCormick then pulled his bill from the calendar before a vote was called. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The
8: House Republican delegation put out a statement last night celebrating the bill's defeat. In that statement, the delegation said it, quote, prevented the criminalization of women, end quote. That statement comes one week after the GOP-dominated House Criminal Justice Committee advanced the bill and after other party members went on record to support the proposal. Debate on that bill started at 6.30 last night. The late start time was a result of an evacuation at the Capitol. Officials say a suspicious package in the rotunda led to that evacuation. The package turned out to be an unattended bag. At the White House, President Biden cancels more oil lease sales. The Interior Department's decision cuts out at least three lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico and off Alaska's coast. Officials cited conflicting court decisions as their reason. In New Iberia, two suspects are formally charged in connection with the death of a school board member's son. A grand jury indicted Travis Lane Jr. and Bryson John Lewis on principal to second-degree murder and conspiracy to commit second-degree murder. They're accused of taking part in the 2019 shooting death of Garen Lewis. Lewis was the son of school board member Raymond Shudu Lewis and was the quarterback for the New Iberia senior high school football team. Charges against several other suspects are pending. Lafayette Police are searching for a car stolen from a Crott Springs family. Surveillance video shows the thieves jumping into the car while it was parked outside a thrift store and driving away. The gray 2010 Ford Fusion has not been found. The car has a blue butterfly sticker on the right side passenger window and a stick figure family on the rear windshield. Call Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers if you have information. Louisiana's chemical industry is looking at more than $31 billion in new construction projects. As Kevin Gallagher reports, those projects
18: could be coming very soon. LSU economist Dr. Lauren Scott says there are several planned chem plant expansions and some new plant developments all set to be done within the next couple of years, many between Baton Rouge and the mouth of the Mississippi River and a couple in Lake Charles.
1: And only one of these projects is actually located north of I-10.
18: Chemical plants employ 30,000 statewide, all at 60K or more per year.
1: And only one of these projects is actually located north of I-10.
18: Scott says the investments will benefit the industry, but also every support industry and local business as well.
1: Those are what economists refer to as the multiplier effects, and they are particularly big for these kinds of industries.
18: I'm
8: Kevin Gallagher. These construction projects come as a new report report accuses four refineries of releasing excessive amounts of benzene into the atmosphere. Those plants in Norco, Chalmette, Lake Charles, and St. Charles Parish allegedly released more of the cancer-causing chemical than allowed by law. Six other plants, including one in Crott Springs, emitted benzene at levels below federal standards but higher than the standards set by the more stringent California emissions guidelines. Back in Baton Rouge, Governor John Bell Edwards continues to lobby for a new Mississippi River Bridge. David Grubb has the latest on the governor's crusade.
19: This is the first time any administration has ever proposed any kind of funding like this.
20: Governor Edwards has made securing dollars for the new bridge one of the centerpieces of his legislative agenda, citing a critical need to replace the 54-year-old structure and the rare availability of surplus funds. However, the legislature has not been as cooperative as he'd like.
19: I asked for $500 million. They reduced it. I asked it to be put in a fund that can only
20: be spent on the bridge. They put it in the funding to be spent on anything. Edwards says without a real commitment from the state, federal and private money won't be available to complete the job. He has voters to contact their representatives and ask for their support for the bridge. I'm David Grubb.
8: all graduation takes place today and tomorrow at the Cajun Dome. Commencement exercises begin at 9 o'clock and continue throughout the day-to-day. Tomorrow's ceremonies also start at 9 in the morning. Tons of events are going on in and around Acadiana this weekend. The Rain Frog Festival continues tonight and tomorrow at the Frog Festival Fairgrounds. Wing Wars of Acadiana takes place tomorrow in Lafayette's Park International. The Chicken Wing Festival starts at 11 o'clock and benefits Gifting Grace. And the Mike Bernard Acadiana Chapter of the American Hibiscus Society will host its annual show and sale. That's scheduled for Sunday afternoon from 1 to 4 in the Cathedral Carmel Gym. Admission to that event is free. In sports, two down, two to go. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team run rules Troy 9-1 to to reach the winner's bracket final of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Taylor Roman swung on the first pitch of the bottom of the fifth inning and hit an inside-the-park home run to end the game. The Cajuns will play Texas State at 10 o'clock this morning. Bobby DeVoe and I will have the call on ESPN Lafayette. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team will play at Texas State this weekend in a critical Sunbelt Conference series. A Cajun sweep, plus at least one lost by Georgia Southern this weekend, would vault Louisiana into first place in the Sunbelt standings. Game 1 tonight at 6, Game 2 tomorrow at 4, Game 3 Sunday at 1. Jay Walker and Brad Topham have the call on Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. In horse racing, Rich Strike will not run in next weekend's Preakness Stakes. The 80-1 to underdog winner of the Kentucky Derby will instead train for the third leg of the Triple Crown, the Belmont Stakes. In pro football, the New Orleans Saints 2022 schedule is now out. The Saints will open the regular season at the Atlanta Falcons on September 11th. In fact, the Saints open the regular season with three straight division games. In Week 2, they'll host Tampa. In Week 3, they'll travel to Carolina. Other highlights include the Week 4 game against the Minnesota Vikings in London, a Thursday night game against Arizona in Week 7, and Monday night games against Baltimore and Tampa in Weeks 9 and 13, respectively. The full schedule is at kpl 965com and the k mobile app. Several big lottery jackpots up for grams this weekend. The Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $99 million. Powerball jackpot worth $83 million tomorrow. Lotto tomorrow night worth 1475000 And the Easy Five worth $90,000. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 K-Pel. Your news update
5: brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home.
17: Mostly sunny skies pretty much through a majority of the day today. Temperatures, though, are going to get up to about 91 in the afternoon. Heat index running a little bit warmer. Overnight lows tonight sitting in the upper 60s. We do have the chance for some showers and thunderstorms later on this afternoon and evening. I think a lot of that will be around, if not a little bit later than commute time here tonight. And then as far as tomorrow goes, very similar forecast. Sunny through a majority of the day. Temperatures low 90s. And then evening showers and some thunderstorms hoping to squeeze out some rain. Rainfall here the next couple days because after that we do dry out again. So we'll be dry for the end of the weekend and a majority of next week. Temperatures consistently going to be sitting in the 90s day in and day out. Not just through the weekend, but it looks like through the rest of next work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPal.
6: 73 sunshine here at KPL
17: news talk 96.5 cape Hill.
4: right now traffic
6: little fender bender to report to you happened about eight o'clock vero at rural street that's vero at rural street why i, I never can say rural road correctly vero at rural ah, okay i tried i tried you get the gist though right okay we also have that earlier little fender bender, Moss Street at East Pond de Mouton. That's Moss at East Pond de Mouton. That happened about a half an hour ago, so hopefully it's moved to the side of the roadway. Either way, just buckle up. Keep it safe out there, please. I It is coming up now on 822 on Acadiana's Morning News. The sun is shining. Friday has arrived. Acadiana, 73 degrees this morning. All right, so the city, the Lafayette Consolidated Government, if you will, the city asking for some more time in their search for a permanent Lafayette police chief. Um, earlier this week, Sandra Wengirter, um, the, uh, our chief, uh, administrative officer, if you will, for LCG did go to the board, the, the fire and civil service board and talk to them a little bit about what exactly they need time-wise. So the suggestion was made that they extend it 30 days because it was set to end on the 18th, which is next Wednesday. Um, In her appearance before the Lafayette Fire and Police Civil Service Board, she said, basically, look, we want to be able to extend this. Now, this is a quote that she gave at that meeting. Frankly, we just need more time to make sure that we've got the most number of applicants being driven to the application. We didn't get the number of applicants we wanted nationally. Lafayette needs to have a positive light shined on us. We need, frankly, recruiters in the application period and we need support. So four people have already applied. They're not going to have to reapply. It'll they'll just still be part of this whole process. So the extension was granted so another 30 days. Um, as I said those applicants that have already applied, that's going to there's they're still going to be in the mix basically. Um, now as far as the timeline of different things, it was in October that Thomas Glover was let go by the city. He served for about 10 months. And in statements in an appeals court setting, uh, Sidra Wingarder said at that time that um, she and Lafayette Mayor President Josh Gillery had lost confidence in his ability to carry out his duties. So then there was the appointment of Sergeant Wayne Griffin as interim chief. Now, that was two weeks long, basically. Because after that, he was placed on administrative leave after a sexual harassment complaint was filed against him. So, basically, they busted him down to sergeant. He remained there on paid leave, and then he was fired on January 20th. Now, he is still appealing. So, at this point, it's Major Monty Podier who's been with the department since 1993. Um, He remains in charge, according to LCG. And so... What happens from this point? Will they get more applicants in this you know, next 30-day window, if you will? That is what they are hoping for. But I guess the biggest question is, for me, what happens after? After that 30-day period? I mean, are they going to need another extension if they don't get more applicants from a national search? They're also hiring a consulting firm to help with the situation. So does that mean we get candidates that they're actually looking for? And where does it leave the four people that have already applied? Is that kind of an uncomfortable position? You know, a lot of people have said for years, which I can completely understand, is why not make the decision to recruit from within? So that is something I'm sure we will discuss again coming up next week on Thursday when Lafayette Mayor President President Josh Guillory sits down with us again. Um, But it will be an extension, so people can still apply. And then now they have this recruiting firm also that will be part of the mix. But it's been a pretty rough five-year time frame, really, because it's always been a kind of a changing of the guard, if you will. Um, The last time we had somebody in there for more than just a, a few years, was when we had Lafayette Police Chief Jim Craft. And he left to take another position um, in Baton Rouge. That was uh, back in 2016 when he took that job. So what will it end up meaning? You know, and it's probably very hard in today's world and today's climate to figure out what is the best move. Because you have to consider the people that are already there and that are already there and have applied. You also have to consider what direction do you want for the department? And recruiting is going to be a huge part of it. It is harder than ever. Talk to any police department about the recruiting effort, whether it is just the situation with such a spotlight on law enforcement, whether it's money. I mean, all of those things factor into it. So will we get somebody, hopefully, They won't need another extension, and hopefully they'll be able to look at a larger group of people, maybe, and figure out what is best. And people within the department, I think, have ways of making their voices known, which I think is an important part of the process. Because this is the person that's going to lead them every single day. So let's wait and see what happens. It's twenty-seven on
4: Acadiana's Morning Mm -hmm. News Talk 965 KPEL. Depend on it.
6: News Talk 965 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew
4: James.com. Your 24 7 news source on air, online, and
16: with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. And I don't want this conversation to end, but I think it's ended for today. Mr. Speaker, if you don't mind, I'd like to remove this bill back to the calendar. All
21: right.
8: Without objection. House Bill 813, aborted by its sponsor. Daniel Phillips says sunny today with a 60% chance of evening showers. Highs of around 91 today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. The controversial bill that would have allowed prosecutors to charge women who receive abortions with murder is all but dead. This after its sponsor pulled the bill from consideration after his colleagues drastically changed the language. Brooke Thornton has the details.
10: Bill author, Oil City Representative Danny McCormick issued a hard warning to fellow lawmakers.
16: Can't claim to be pro-life and vote to kill HB 13 by amendment.
10: Republican Shreveport Representative Alan Seba says even though Louisiana has some of the strongest anti-abortion trigger laws that would go in effect once Roe v.ersus Wade is overturned, House Bill 813 in its original form is unconstitutional.
17: We should not be at each other's throats, over a bill that makes criminals out of women and, as far as I can tell, was only presented to give a couple of misguided people a platform.
10: Seeball then offered an amendment removing criminal charges that also protected women who use contraception or in vitro fertilization from prosecution. It passed 65 to 26. McCormick then pulled his bill from the calendar before a vote was called. I'm Brooke Thorrington.
8: The House Republican delegation put out a statement last night celebrating the bill's defeat. In that statement, the delegation said it, quote, prevented the criminalization of women, end quote. That statement comes one week after the GOP-dominated House Criminal Justice Committee advanced the bill and after other party members went on record to support the proposal. Debate on that bill started at 6.30 last night. The late start time was a result of an evacuation at the Capitol. Officials say a suspicious package in the rotunda led to that evacuation. The package turned out to be an unattended bag. At the White House, President Biden cancels more oil lease sales. The Interior Department's decision cuts out at least three lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico and off Alaska's coast. Officials cited conflicting court decisions as their reason. In New Iberia, two suspects are formally charged in connection with the death of a school board member's son. A grand jury indicted Travis Lane Jr. and Bryson John Lewis on principal to second-degree murder and conspiracy to commit second-degree murder. They're accused of taking part in the 2019 shooting death of Garen Lewis. Lewis was the son of school board member Raymond Shudu Lewis and was the quarterback for the new Iberia senior high school football team. Charges against several other suspects are pending. Lafayette police are searching for a car stolen from a Crott Springs family. Surveillance video shows the thieves jumping into the car while it was parked outside a thrift store and driving away. The gray 2010 Ford Fusion has not been found. The car has a blue butterfly sticker on the right side passenger window and a stick figure family on the rear windshield. Call Lafayette Police or Lafayette Crime Stoppers if you have information. Louisiana's chemical industry is looking at more than $31 billion in new construction projects. As Kevin Gallagher reports, those projects could be coming very soon.
18: LSU economist Dr. Lauren Scott says there are several planned chem plant expansions and some new plant developments, all set to be done within the next couple of years, many between Baton Rouge and the mouth of the Mississippi River, and a couple in Lake Charles.
1: And only one of these projects is actually located north of
18: I-10. Chemical plants employ 30,000 statewide, all at 60K or more per year.
1: And only one of these projects is actually located north of I-10.
18: Scott says the investments will benefit the industry, but also every support industry and local business as well.
1: Those are what economists refer to as the multiplier effects, and they are particularly big for these kinds of industries.
18: I'm Kevin Gallagher. These construction
8: projects come as a new report accuses four refineries of releasing excessive amounts of benzene into the atmosphere. Those plants in Norco, Chalmette, Lake Charles, and St. Charles Parish allegedly released more of the cancer-causing chemical than allowed by law. Six other plants, including one in Crot Springs, emitted benzene at levels below federal standards but higher than the standard set by the more stringent California emissions guidelines. Back in Baton Rouge, Governor John Bell Edwards continues to lobby for a new Mississippi River Bridge. David Grubb has the latest on the governor's crusade.
19: This is the first time any administration has ever proposed any kind of funding like this.
20: Governor Edwards has made securing dollars for the new bridge one of the centerpieces of his legislative agenda, citing a critical need to replace the 54-year-old structure and the rare availability of surplus funds. However, the legislature has not been as cooperative as he'd like.
19: I asked for $500 million. They reduced it. I asked it to be put in a fund that can only be spent on the bridge. They put it in the funding to be spent on anything.
20: Edwards says without a real commitment from the state, federal and private money won't be available to complete the job. He has voters to contact their representatives and ask for their support for the breach. I'm David Grubb.
8: all graduation takes place today and tomorrow at the Cajun Dome. Commencement exercises begin at 9 o'clock and continue throughout the day today. Tomorrow's ceremonies also start at 9 in the morning. Tons of events are going on in and around Acadiana this weekend. The Rain Frog Festival continues tonight and tomorrow at the Frog Festival Fairgrounds. Wing Wars of Acadiana takes place tomorrow in Lafayette's Park International. The Chicken Wing Festival starts at 11 o'clock and benefits gifting grace. And the Mike Bernard Acadiana Chapter of the American Hibiscus Society will host its annual show and sale. That's scheduled for Sunday afternoon from 1 to 4 in the Cathedral Carmel Gym. Admission to that event is free. In sports, two down, two to go. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team run rules Troy 9-1 to to reach the winner's bracket final of the Sunbelt Conference tournament. Taylor Roman swung on the first pitch of the bottom of the fifth inning and hit an inside-the-park home run to end the game. The Cajuns will play Texas State at 10 o'clock this morning. Bobby Neveau and I will have the call on ESPN Lafayette. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team will play at Texas State this weekend in a critical Sunbelt Conference series. A Cajun sweep, plus at least one lost by Georgia Southern this weekend, would vault Louisiana into first place in the Sun Belt standings. Game 1 tonight at 6, Game 2 tomorrow at 4, Game 3 Sunday at 1. Jay Walker and Brad Topham have the call on Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. In horse racing, Rich Strike will not run in next weekend's Preakness Stakes. The 80-1 to underdog winner of the Kentucky Derby will instead train for the third leg of the Triple Crown, the Belmont Stakes. In pro football, the New Orleans Saints 2022 schedule is now out. The Saints will open the regular season at the Atlanta Falcons on September 11th. In fact, the Saints open the regular season with three straight division games. In Week 2, they'll host Tampa. In Week 3, they'll travel to Carolina. Other highlights include the Week 4 game against the Minnesota Vikings in London, a Thursday night game against Arizona in Week 7, and Monday night games against Baltimore and Tampa in Weeks 9 and 13, respectively. The full schedule is at kpl 965com and the k mobile app. Several big lottery jackpots up for grams this weekend. The Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $99 million. Powerball jackpot worth $83 million tomorrow. Lotto tomorrow night worth 1475000 And the Easy Five worth $90,000. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 k
5: Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com.
17: Mostly sunny skies out there to start the day, but as we get into the afternoon, we'll start to see some clouds bringing some showers and thunderstorms into the area for later on this evening. Highs today get into the low 90s and then the upper 60s overnight tonight. Similar forecast coming up again for tomorrow. Mostly sunny through the day with scattered showers in the evening. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPel.
6: Right now, 76
4: degrees,
6: sunny out there. Boy, give it another hour. We're going to be sweating.
4: News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic.
6: Okay, double checking what's happening with traffic. Okay, West Penhook Hook at South College. That's West Penhook Hook at South College. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there. And we also have a report of a grass fire. That's in the 100 block of Conrad Street. One hundred block of Conrad Street. So you may actually be seeing that from the I-49 corridor. So that's all it is at this. It's coming up now on eight forty on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Ianosa. Oh, I hear people talking in the background. Hello.
8: Yeah, we're we're in the press box now. It it took us a little while to get here because apparently their high school graduation is going on today uh, in Mobile. And they used the facility, the basketball arena, the Mitchell Center on uh, South Alabama's campus Uh for their high school graduation. So we left. We got about a mile or so from campus right before we uh, made the turn to come towards the the stadium. And Mr. Bobby, Matt Abair, the sports information director, and I all looked at each other like, what is there something going on? Is there a crash? Did something happen? Then we make the turn and we see the sign saying graduation parking here. Then you get to the next lot, reserve parking only. Oh. As a matter of fact, we had to go a little bit farther down and around to get into our parking lot because they had the normal gates blocked off. We had to go into one specific gate where there was security working. We had to show our passes and then go in because it's uh, they're trying to manage the controlled chaos that is Mobile Public School graduation.
6: Ah, okay so what's your advice to graduates i have i have i think a few things that are important for graduates
8: uh to high school or college graduates
6: okay take your pick or both you know, what you,
8: I, I, you know? Mm-hmm. for the high school kids who are about to graduate because graduation is next week enjoy life enjoy college best mm-hmm. four years you'll have mm-hmm. everything after that sucks <laughs> the real world is going to get you.
6: Okay. Oh uh, my God. Could you be a little more depressing? <laughs> or is that just straight up realism?
8: College, mm-hmm. uh, it's realism. College in college, you have a chance to do all the things you want. And if you're far enough away from the people who've influenced you your entire life, right. you might be able to get away with a few things that you weren't that you might not be able to get away with while you're at home. So take the opportunity, explore the world, enjoy it before life, work. Marriage, kids, all that stuff winds up tying you down. For those of you who are graduating from college, oh, and for high school graduates, look, just because you major in something doesn't mean you have to do it for the rest of your life. Well, that's great, And on the flip side, just, just because you're going to college and your parents or somebody wants you to major in something, you don't have to stick with it. Mm -hmm. Follow your heart. Take the classes that you enjoy and do something you enjoy because remember, you get a degree, you can use it for practically anything. You don't have to stick within your subject area. For those of you graduating from college, hey, welcome to the real world. Life is not as good as some people may have painted it out to be, but here's the thing. Ah. If you survive four years of college, you can survive four years or as many years of anything. That's my advice. Because college is a test.
6: Yeah. No, no, you're right. How much can you take and how long can you take? Can you take it? That's what the, what the college mm-hmm. thing all boils down to. That and at least get some ideas of some different things. I would just challenge people, you know, look up the opposite point of view from whatever you're being taught to make sure you understand what everybody thinks. And number two, party like a rock star. OK, right. um, I'm just I, I, I know don't that build- sounds stupid, but no, I'm, I'm like legitimately serious about this. Because it is true, that's what you're supposed to do. You are, you know. Now, don't be stupid and harm yourself. I'm not in any way suggesting that. I'm just saying if you're going to work hard at your studies, make sure you take some time. You know, I mean, I rolled into the last two years of of college for me. I worked full time and I went to school full time, and it was great because I had a shot. You know, which is great. But don't think I don't say to myself, hmm.
8: Maybe I should have been a little more crazy, you know? Right, and and here's the thing with that, and building on what you said, party, enjoy it, survive it, get out. Mm-hmm. But just because you get a degree from a four-year institution, whether it's a bachelor's, master's, even a doctorate, doesn't matter that you graduated with a degree. You did, congratulations. That doesn't necessarily mean you're smart.
9: That doesn't necessarily mean that you know
8: everything. Some of the smartest people in the world that I know Never graduated Absolutely. from college. Absolutely. Some never graduated from high school. I know Some a of the smartest woman. people I know are some of the homeless folks downtown. Hey, My grandfather individually uh-huh. is the smartest person I know. I found some of his old high school report cards. Yeah. He never made better than a, C, mm-hmm. uh, than a C average. His only A's were in conduct.
6: I have a friend. She did not finish college. And we laugh to this day because she's so smart. Look, man, she makes three times as much money as I do. So it's not, you're right, it's not necessarily all about that. And I'm going to tell you something else. If you are interested in a trade, uh, drag yourself down to SLCC. Because I'm telling you, mechanics make phenomenal money. Plumbers make phenomenal money. Do you know what they charge to come to your house when you have a plumbing issue on the weekend? $350 is the starting point, right? I'm not saying I have this experience. Yes, I do. But, yeah, you know, do. right, because there's sometimes there, there are issues you have that you just can't solve that way. I'm going back to even if you do decide to go to trade school, look, don't be stupid about your partying. But get out there and enjoy life a little bit while you can. But don't be stupid, okay? Drugs are just stupid. And don't be irresponsible with alcohol. But the third part of it is while you're young. See a little bit of the world, because if you don't, you know, where do you end up, man? I mean, you just don't, you know, It we as a people, as a society, I understand why we do it. Right. And so like 85 percent of the people that we know do the same thing. They work hard. They try to save their money. They put their kids through school trying to give them the best education as possible. But then you go and you're like, oh, okay. I woke up today and I'm sixty five. Uh, maybe I'm now in that generation. I can't retire until I'm 67. Am I gonna live that long? Did I see? You know, did I go to Petra? Did I take a boat down the Nile? Did I take the donkey all the way down the Grand Canyon? I mean,
8: you don't know. For those of a certain for those from of a certain age from Lafayette, did you go to Desperados?
6: <laughs> oh, we know who did. Oh.
8: <laughs> Look, I wasn't here for my four years of college, so uh-huh. I, I cannot, uh, mm-hmm. I cannot claim that.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I know people who can. Sure, Ian. Sure. Okay, here's some advice to graduates from one of our well-known friends. Never say mm-hmm. "I don't know" without saying "But I'm gonna find out." Great piece of advice. Exactly. This is another one. Never say "I want" without saying "And I'm willing to pay for it." Good one.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Never, never, never. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is so true. Okay. Never, never, never ask a woman if she is pregnant.
8: <laughs> That's a lesson that, so, that there are a lot of older gentlemen need to learn and learn quickly. <laughs>
6: Has that ever happened? Like you've been around somebody and you're like, oh look, they're they're pregnant. Have you ever done that? I've and
8: seen no. I you've have seen never it? done it personally, but I've seen <laughs> but I've seen people who are old enough to know better ask the question. <laughs> but I've also seen little kids right? point and say, Look, there's a baby in her belly. belly. And no, she, she didn't have one. <laughs>
6: Hey, man, it happens to the best of us, right?
8: (laughs) Yeah. Look, I had a kid uh, walk up to me once. Mom, is he pregnant? Oh, come on. That was before I lost all my weight. I don't believe that. Did that really happen to you? Yeah, it happened. I also had a kid in Walmart run up to me and say, Daddy, Daddy. And I ran quicker than I've ever (laughs) run before.
6: Okay. One of the best stories ever is my little nephew, Noah, when he was little, little. Little. That boy was Kanai from the day he was born. My sister-in-law is in Target doing the weekly shopping. They're going up and down the rows, Ian. And he's acting the fool a little bit, right? He's cutting up because that's what kids Mm -hmm. do. I guess he was maybe, I don't know, four or five at the time. And he'd been like, you know, annoying her. I want these chips. I want that candy. And she was kind of fussing at him a little bit. Well, he's like, "Mm mm-hmm, I am, can I? So watch this. A man started walking down the aisle And he leans over. He's sitting in the basket, you know, in the little seat. And he leans over and he shouts really loud. Daddy! (laughs) (laughs) Now, imagine this kid is like four or five years old. I mean, can I as the day is long? Oh, oh, (laughs) man. That's like one of the best stories ever. I'm like, oh, yeah. One of two things. He's either going to cure cancer later or set the world on fire. I mean, you know, or both or both could be, you know. So, yeah. So those are our those are our pieces of advice to graduates. And Ian's like, hey, it all sucks. And I'm like, party like a rock star.
8: <laughs> yeah. To quote the, the great American philosopher, Billy Joel, the good old days weren't always good. And tomorrow ain't as bad as it seems. That's so just right. Remember that. That's it, a it's very good temporary. point.
6: And it's true. And you know what? I think us showing the extremes like that makes it perfect to realize you got to find somewhere in the middle. You know,
8: Uh and you have to laugh at yourself in the process. Oh,
6: my gosh. Yes. And you and I do a lot of a lot of that. All right. Well, listen, we got to start wrapping this up. I want to tell friends about this place called Life Designed in Louisiana. It is at 1410 West Penhook It's right at the corner of Penhook and Bendel. This place is beautiful. It's full. It's a gallery, but it's full of local artisans and it's every price point. Okay, so it's not like, oh, everything is $10,000. No, it's not like that. They have uh, different kinds of uh, ceramics. They've got jewelry. They've got paintings. They've got little artisan pencil drawings. I mean, wreaths, there are these beautiful, beautiful ceramic pieces that would look great in dad's den. They would look awesome on his desk. Great talking stuff. Life Designed in Louisiana, the gallery is there. You can go by, check it out for yourself, bring your kids to see that. And you're supporting a local business person and a local artist. And if you're like, well, I don't have enough time, but I'd love to look at what they've got. Well, you can go to life designed in LA.com, life designed in LA.com, and you can actually order right from the website. So love it. So if you need a graduation gift. You know where to go. You can go right over there today. They open at 10. Okay, Ian. So um, I hope you have an awesome weekend. I know it's going to be busy. You too, Bernie. You and Bobby talk about where I'm taking y'all to lunch next week because I owe well, y'all. Speaking
8: of, speaking of, yeah. uh, the, the man, the myth, the legend is sitting right next to me. Bobby Neveu, uh on headset. Uh, Bernie says uh, she wants to t- still wants to take you to lunch and she loves you and she misses you, sir.
6: Bernie. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? And you, you you, can take me to lunch anytime you want. Okay. Well, then we're going to have to figure that out. You think of where you want to go, though. Okay. That's,
21: I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I can think of a couple of places I'd like to go to lunch.
6: I'm telling For you. Sure. Yeah, and we haven't caught up. It, God, it's been at least a year since we've had a chance, to catch, get, chance to
21: catch up. we got to get Stevie P to go with us, though, when yes. we go. Yes,
8: call
6: Cap. Okay, well, then you know what that means, right? That means we're going. we're going later in the day on a Friday when we can have some margaritas!
8: There <laughs> sounds, you go. That can, sounds good to me. And we have to smuggle in a blizzard for Stevie P.
6: Yes, yes. Well, yes indeed. I don't know if y'all know about the Stevie P margarita Philadelphia story. story? Um, well, I never knew that no. Stevie P ever had a margarita. Oh, <laughs> Stevie P likes pictures of margaritas.
21: <laughs> <laughs> Dude. That guy's been holding out on me. He,
17: yeah, you he didn't have to tell that the secret.
6: Uh yeah. I mean, yeah. no, I mean, we didn't do anything we could all get arrested for. It was me, Stevie P, uh, Tanya Lacoste, and Shelly Kilburn. We were up in Philadelphia because both KPL FM and KPL AM were nominated for Marconi Awards. And so we were in Philadelphia for that, and Stevie P. Is twice as hilarious after the margaritas are flowing.
9: <laughs> oh my.
6: I learned something new today. Yeah, I you never sure knew you did. Now everybody yes, knows indeed. it.
8: And on that note, God willing, if the checks don't bounce, we are back here for the Monday edition, 6 to 9, live in Living Color on Newstalk 96.5 K-PEL. Bernie and I will be here. We trust you'll be here, too. And Bobby and I will be on ESPN Lafayette in about a half an hour. Ah, lovely. Well,
6: we shall tune in so we can hear the call and hear the game. Ian, have a great weekend. Bobby, you have a great weekend, too. We love you guys. And look, speaking of that love thing, we are human beings. We are not perfect. Whoo. Sometimes you like, hmm, I wanna be somebody today. I know, I do it all the time, right? And then I think to myself, oh, well, can we all try to love one another?
8: Amen. If we win today, uh, it's going to be a lot easier for me to love. Love.
5: Absolutely. <laughs> <a> new <laughs> News Talk 96.5 KPL reminds you to get your My Choice wristband vouchers now and save. The News Talk 96.5 KPL My Choice wristband vouchers are early bird priced for only twenty dollars each. You choose which day you want to use the wristband with the News Talk 96.5 KPL My Choice wristbands. Only twenty dollars now through the first day of the fair, Thursday, May 25th. After that, the price goes up to $30 each. Get my choice wristband vouchers now at the Cajun Dome box office or online at CajunDome.com. LUS presents the 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair May 26th to June 5th at the Cajun Dome. Experience wild rides on the Gold Star Midway and free family entertainment at Lanyap Lane. For more info, go to CajunDome.com or go to kpl 965com and click on the Cajun Dome link for more. Brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL, where Acadiana comes to talk.
4: News Talk 96.5 KPL, Depend on it. Hmm. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Depend on it.